KTC Broadcasting, WhatsUpShopper.com, Scholar Athlete of the Month. Daniel is a senior at North Lincoln High School and plays baseball, football, and basketball. Daniel has a 4.41 grade point average with AP courses, including earth science, statistics, calculus, European history, and English literature. Daniel is a member of the National Honor Society and the Beta Club. He also plays American Legion Baseball in the summer. Daniel is a member of the Denver United Methodist Church. After graduating, he plans to attend Davidson College and play football. The McDonald's KTC Broadcasting WhatsUpShopper.com Scholar Athlete Award is to recognize a student athlete, not only for accomplishments in athletics, but also for overall achievements in the classroom and for overall school and community citizenship. Thanks for help bringing the economy back. One local purchase at a time. Kind of uplifts you and you feel better. It's the greatest comeback of all time. Shop local with WhatsUpShopper.com, Carolina Country, and the Balls. Game plays right here. Are you ready for some football? Your sports leader, WHS Shelby, WLON Lincoln, WCSL, Cherubal Gastonia. This is Milton Baker inviting you to listen to NASCAR Racing right here on WCSL, 1590 AM, 92.3 FM, and KTCBroadcasting.com. Honey Ransley, Tom Stefani, and Terry Reinhart. And Tom, I do believe we have a special sponsor. Will you want to tell us about that? Did you not hear him there? Uh, Turn us off the top there. Uh, uh, no, no, you, you got it right. You got it. Yeah. There we go. Yep. <coughs> hey, you got it's us in you. there? It's you. Yeah, I got you. Yes, All right, Tom. Friendship Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram sponsoring Saturday morning sports talk. They're at 190 Oak Street Extension in Forest City, North Carolina. 
828-919-3001. And Friendship Nissan at 156 Oak Street Extension in Forest City, North Carolina, 828-245-1661. Go see our friends at Friendship. How does this happen? I want to know how does that happen. When we want him to be quiet, he don't know how. When we need him to talk, he sits here and says nothing. And, <laughs> and, we, and if, we count, if we count the words, Terry, you probably you probably have the most. Actually, words. Terry, come he on, Tom. He, didn't, he, did, he actually didn't sit there and be quiet. He moved over another three foot after I'd already set the camera where he was sitting about two minutes ago. And I'm like Tom. It's on you. It's on you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Speak. I don't want to hear nothing. Well, about we're doing some breakfast right now. Hunter's already wolfed his down. Hunter, what'd you have that you just? You know, destroy there. I'm about to have a, a sunrise wrap. Sunrise wrap. It's gone too. Yancey, it's pretty good. Uh, yep. Sausage, egg and cheese, uh, uh, onions, and um, peppers on a wrap. Uh, they are fantastic. Tom, what did you have today? I had a bacon, egg, and cheese on toast. Terry. Sunrise wrap. JP. Uh, John Prather. I will be having a sunrise wrap. Yeah. Oh, we're all having all it. around. Everybody I, I but see. Tom. That everybody figures. Tom. Mm-hmm. That figures. Well, everybody this week was everybody but Hunter on the bad pick. Yeah, this yeah week. pretty much. They got slaughtered in that game. <laughs> and I was working, but I, I got to tell you what, I was, I was like, they got slaughtered. I did, I did place a friendly wager on this game. It's a tradition. I placed a friendly wager. And Terry, you'd be happy to know that I, I did place my wager on Tom Brady. Should have known did, that. And I did, t- did take the under. And I actually shaved a few points off the official under to, to, to up the money line a little bit. So my mom, my uh, wife was wondering, why am I screaming at the TV in a 30-9 to nine game with two minutes left? Because I didn't want Kansas City to score an oh-by-the-way touchdown and push it over the over. You had to explain the, uh, um, are the you, gambling uh, rules to her. Are you gambling on, on the radio right now? I, I know, it's Tom. legal. It's oh. legal. Some places. In most states. Most places. Uh, it just depends where the money goes, right? Whether it's the government or, or whoever. That's right. But, but uh, <laughs> friendly wager was when Andre, thank you, that uh, he helped me out with that because I'd picked against Tampa Bay so many times. Right. Well, you kind of cornered yourself into that one. We made you pick it last yeah. week. We pressured him. Uh, we're going to talk about that and more. I'll, uh, I've got I've got all the all the audio from last week. I cut the fun stuff. Uh, we're going to talk about who did the best, who did the worst. Um, I'm, real quick, though, I'm going I'm to pull up some uh, – Things over here looking at uh, Friendship Chrysler uh, real quick. You know, we're always mentioning, uh, talk about the food. How about a couple of cars? How about they got a blue, brand new 2021 Jeep Gladiator Mojave uh, out there. This thing, I'm going to pull it up on my computer uh, for the folks at home to see. And uh, folks, if you wonder, what do you mean? What does it mean to see? Well, uh, every Saturday morning, of course, we broadcast this live on Facebook. We're on the KTC Broadcasting Facebook page. Uh, to, of course, this, like again, is sponsored by Friendship Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram. 888-FRIEND-3. Give them a call today. Thomas Borgello in the gang. That's a beautiful truck, isn't it, Tom? It is. It's sharp. That could be nice one. riding don't, around don't let, that. don't let me see that too many times. I'll be running over there to buy it. Terry, My wife will be mad at me. You would have to buy... What's 58 divided by 7, Tom? I mean, 9, Tom. 58 <laughs> divided by 9? Off the top of my head, that's got to be somewhere around... Uh, 9 times 7, 63. 7, 63. Terry, you can buy 6. You can sell your truck 6 times and get you one of these. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It uh, does look good. Friendship Chrysler, uh, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, and Nissan up there in Forest City. All right, Hunter. Uh, we've got all kinds of things to talk about. Uh, high school sports are, are getting into effect. Uh, they're they're moving in. They're going. We've got basketball into the season. Uh, we've got football coming up in a couple of weeks. 
last night and this week we had a couple games. Tom, you had an out of conference game. Uh, it didn't really, you know, it didn't mean much as far as I guess the stand, uh, playoffs were. But you had um, Kings Mountain and Shelby. Shelby uh, in that matchup in both matchups won uh, tw- by twenty points over there the other night, right? Yeah, and it was just Shelby on the offensive glass, and really both teams <clears throat> rebounded well offensively. But Shelby was just. They were getting three and four cracks at it, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Uh, just not getting, uh, just hustling to the ball, and, and Kings Mountain not getting them blocked out. And uh, Elijah Borders, when he picked up that fourth foul, you know, he picked up a foul and got the got, got the, the tech, tech on top of it. I thought, okay, now they're in a little bit of trouble. This is a chance for Kings Mountain to to get back in this thing. But he came back out third quarter, did not foul out till halfway through the fourth quarter when the game. And was he's decided. a very active player too. Very active. He, he's very fast. Brings the ball up, and you know he creates. You know a player like that creates. But uh, they were just able to, you know, get on the get on the glass is really what stands out in my mind. And Arrington, uh, Tyler Arrington, you know what a player he is. Twenty eight yeah, points. How many did he have? Like, twenty eight. Yeah, he had twenty eight. I want to say Borders had eighteen. Uh, so they've just got a number of people who can put up double digits, and everybody contributes. You know, when everybody for their team, when they get in, they're hustling, they're playing hard. Everybody contributes. Even, you know, uh, the Hollyfield kid, a freshman, he comes off the bench, plays good defense, hits a couple threes, makes their free throws. You know, I mean, just everybody who plays contributes. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they're a solid team. They don't have that. I mean, even though Arrington's very good and Borders is very – you don't have that one guy who's just okay. This is a six foot six guy, right. and he's going to dominate the game. Uh, but they have a lot of very very good players. They've and been like I, that for a long yes. long time. It's almost they right. never have a six five guy. Right? Never you don't never five. you never walk out on six, the court, six. even though like a, a Jimmy Wishnet, uh, six foot one or two, solid kid. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they've got a lot of kids like him, but. You don't say, oh, gosh, there's that guy that's 6'8". I think you know, the tallest we player they had when I played was 6'3", 6'4". Yeah. But yeah. He, was, he was a big man. Uh, <laughs> and they play hard. They play they play right. bigger than what they are because they're athletic. So they, they've got about, you know, nine or ten guys that, that are going to come in there and contribute. So they're going to be hard to handle in the playoffs. But at the top of that conference, Kevin, we were talking about it, and Coach Hollifield was talking about it on the radio, you've got Shelby, mm-hmm. you've got RS Central, and you've got South Point, who's right there. And it's sad. It could be Burns. I think Burns lost to South Point by one point and two points. So a couple okay. of tough losses, right. and that's why South Point's in the position they are, and Burns is you know, not going to make the playoffs, even though they got a good win last night over uh, East Gaston. Uh, good basketball in that conference, and I just hate it, Kevin, if one of those teams, either a Shelby, an RS, or a South Point, gets left out of the playoffs. Well, looking, I, I was pulling the, I'm pulling up the projections now. Um, the way it is, I texted you the other night, and, and – Hunter, I don't, I don't know if you you guys are aware of it, but it looks like the first and second place teams are pretty much in, and then after that it's wild cards, and depending on which which way it is, how many conferences. So three A's got less conferences, so they got like six wild cards. Two A's got more. There's only two wild cards in the two A. So only oh. two third place teams are going to get in that two A. Uh, so they reduced the teams from sixty four to thirty two for the spring. So you got thirty two teams that aren't playing. So normally that Burns team they're in. You know, uh, third, fourth place teams, you know, they might be a 15, 16 seed or whatever it is on that side of the bracket, but they're in. Um, so that's tough this year. Here's the latest uh, projections. of uh, Obviously, you can you can just think about it. Um, let's see. It's got uh, – oh, that's the East. We don't want to talk about them guys, do we? Uh, first team out, South Point right now that's on the tough. bubble. Um, they're a good team. Seven and two. And, and, it's and, tough. And, and not going to get in. Yeah. Uh now, Terry, this is 
their projections. Now, I don't know how they're going to pick these. If you ask someone down east, I, you don't have to comment too much on your eating, but just the wild cards they put in there as Ledford and Forest Hills and South Point as not the wild card at 7 and 2, with, and Ledford 6 and 2, Forest Hills is 5 and 1. Um, is that some down east bias on that wild card uh, thing and, and former team? You know, the, you know, I, I, I looked in our uh, our book, you know, uh, my 99 book. Or in no the eighty five book, Forest Hills was in the cha- in in the in the final four. What were the records of the teams from the east? Oh, this is are you the east or west? This is just west. <clears throat> well, okay, from the east, see, I, I wonder. I is your overall record better? You know what I'm saying? But, Maybe but they're, I they're, didn't play nobody. They're splitting but, it east west though, so there's only you know, sixteen teams east, sixteen yeah. teams west. But for you to be left out, right? You know, that's what I'm wondering on it's the got, east the side. Two, well, so what are you what are you asking on the east side? Well, I'm ask. asking what are their records because uh, maybe their overall records way better. The two wildcard teams are four and one and five and one on the east. <clears throat> the two wildcard teams in the west are six and two, five and one, and South Point sitting at seven and two. Well, they lost. Hmm. It was RS over South Point last night, seventy to sixty seven. So they're seven and three now. So that really put that's that that yeah, pretty much eliminates South Point. That's going to eliminate South Point because RS Central now ten and one in the conference. And I okay. want to say Shelby, if I can see the standings of the conference now, if they've updated it, Shelby nine and one, RS Central didn't update it here. Uh, they got them both nine and one in the conference, and South Point seven and three <coughs> in the conference. Right, that's right. Yeah. So it, it, right now, I mean, it's just even if Burns does manage to beat RS Central next Friday, which they went to overtime last time at Burns, RS Central was able to prevail. That's really for. Going to be for the number one seed. It looks like right. it's going to be Shelby and Arsenal. Yeah, I don't think Burns has, Burns head doesn't have a chance. Uh, South Point's got a prayer. Um, RS Central and, and Shelby's going for that one seed, and they're going to do a random uh, matchup. So over in the girls, real quick, let me give you their standings um, in, in that um, same conference, real quick. In the uh, what are they? South Fork, Southwestern two, Southwest, Southwest, and South Fork's Lincoln. Um, Shelby ten and zero in the conference. 12 and 0 overall. Hunter, do some math for me real quick on something. Divide 9 12 by 12. All right. RS Central 7 and 2. East Rutherford 6 and 3. East Gaston 6 and 5. Burns 4 and 7. South Point 1 and 8. Chase 0 and 9 in the conference. Got that? 76. Now, Hunter, divide 388 by 12. 32. Mm-hmm. That's Shelby's <coughs> average score this year in girls' basketball. 76-32. That's the average score. So dominant. That means they're pretty good. Dominant to team. Do what? That means they're pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They've got three excellent girls, and then the rest of them are are, are pretty good uh, as well. Um, So I kind of wanted to just mention that a little bit. All right, over real quick in the Southern Piedmont 1A, Highland Tech canceled their season, uh, and so they didn't play Friday night. The girls, uh, Cheerful girls and Highland Tech girls, neither one had won. So one of them was going to get a win, and then they don't get to play. Uh, Best Mercedes number one in the girls' uh, in the girls' uh, rankings. Lincoln Lincoln Charters two, Christ the King three, Piedmont Charter is in fourth with Thomas Jefferson. So it looks like Bessemer and Lincoln Charter in the driver's seat right now. You know, you talk about teams that are out on the playoffs. Terry, look at that. Three teams at six and four in that conference, and there are probably none of them getting in. Said the same thing about the South Fork. Same situation. Can I mean it can happen to them? Right. I'm going to get over there in in just a moment uh, as we talk about that. Over in the Southern Piedmont boys, of course, my battery's running low. I need some power from Tom in a minute. 
Over in the boys, Lincoln Charters 10-0, 11-0 overall. Um, they're, they're in the range of those girls, Hunter. Uh, they're averaging 80-some points a game to, to 45, roughly. So Lincoln Charter boys uh, taking care of business. Christ the Kings in second at 8-2. and two. The rest of the conference, Cheryl Thomas Jefferson, Bessemer, all at 500. Piedmont Community Charters got one win, Highland Tech. No wins in boys and girls basketball. Uh, so there's your, those are those. Um, now, Hunter, you had last night's game. You saw Maiden for the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell you a little bit about, you know, you saw them, but East Lincoln came out with some good defense and hit, hit a bunch of shots last night to win. North Lincoln's still in first place. Are they still the favorite? I mean, you think they're still the number one team? And kind of give a quick synopsis of that conference, and I'll pull your standings up. I mean, I've only been able to see, really, the Lincoln County team, so I don't really know much about the Catawba County teams. But what I saw out of Maiden last night, they was, it was just too many turnovers. Too many turnovers. Uh, Defensive-wise, East Lincoln was just too fast. Too fast, and they played the press. So Maiden was having a hard time trying to get the ball across half court a lot of the times. So when they did, the speed of East Lincoln to just cover the ball up and just the fast hands of East Lincoln. That's what I was the most impressed with. I believe it was at halftime, it was a 10-point game. And then at one point in the third quarter, it got down to at least a 9-8 and eight point game. But then after that, Maiden started having turnovers because we said at the halftime, we were like, if they can clean up the turnovers with it being a 10-point game, it's feasible. You can at least cut it down and possibly come back and take the lead. Well, that didn't happen. It happened maybe for the first minute or two, and then they just went back to create uh, to causing turnovers. And from there, the difference between a lot of teams is they'll create a turnover, but it doesn't mean they always score off of it. East Lincoln probably scored every bit uh, 45% of their points last night off of made turnovers. Absolutely. They're, the the transition from their defense to offense was phenomenal. They had so like and it just goes back to tell you they have so much speed on that East Lincoln team. Jeremiah I feel like you can transition and uh-huh. press. Yeah. Jeremiah Jones might be the fastest kid I've seen on the court this whole season. Just and he's always under control too. There's a difference between people that are fast and they play out of control exactly. and they're causing yeah. all then they're they're causing turnovers themselves and they're not scoring and they're just they they have no feel for the game. They're just fast. Jeremiah Jones is different. I've been very impressed a few times I've watched him with these Lincoln. He's got a feel for the game and he's got speed. So that really helps. Um I mean they weren't really there was only one kid last night for East Lincoln that was lights out from three. And it was his last name was Craig. But a few times I've seen him, he's like hit or miss, but he's the guy that if he catches the ball on the wing, he's taking the shot. Like he's the guy that's gonna be the three point shooter. But last night he caught fire and the transition offense from defense that they had. I mean, Maiden really just didn't stand a chance. Uh, they it just looked so much harder for Maiden to score than it did East Lincoln. It, that's just what, how it did. It, it just looked that way. I mean, that's why you want to create those transition buckets in high school ball. You know, I mean, get your easy layups and such. And if a team's able to do that, I mean, what was the final score? How many did beat them by? The, at one point, it was a 30-point ball game. I can tell oh, you the gosh. exact Ooh. score. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it went from being close to not very close so, at all. Final score, uh, <clears throat> 75 to 50. Same thing in the Kings Mountain game. I mean, it was it was forty two forty two, but on in that game, like I said, you know, if you can out rebound 
and you can out transition mm-hmm. your team in high school basketball, you're going to win a lot of games, aren't you, Terry? Yes, you are. Yeah, if I mean, you get the ball and kick it out and go, man. Now, I'll say this. East Lincoln did that without two starting players last night. Montanari missed, I think, his fifth game in a row. Hurt. I'm, I'm not sure what it, if it is hurt. I probably, and um, another kid last night wasn't playing that. had played the week prior we saw. But I don't know. I don't think full strength, though, they're, <clears throat> they're good enough still to beat North Lincoln, though. Because it's just one of those things where... I think I said it the last time I talked about North Lincoln. They play today's basketball where it's essentially 3 and D. Yeah. We're going to hit the three ball on you. We're going to play hard-nosed defense. And even if you score your two, we're going to go down here, work it around, and we're going to hit a three in your face. I'll tell you what, though, last night, Dean Smith would have been proud because East Lincoln and with like three out of the four quarters within two minutes left, I swear they, they – just pass the ball around for a minute. 30. Four corners. Four corners. Absolutely. <laughs> Makes for a boring game. It was, oh, I mean, it was, but so it was like after a while, I kind of just told the listeners, I was like, I'm not just, I'm not saying the names anymore because I was just being like Jones, back to Jones, back to Parker. I'm like, they're they're <laughs> passing it around. They're passing it around. They're lulling Maiden to sleep right now, and essentially that's what they did to end the fourth, you know, the, you at know, least to go to halftime. You know what that's a reminder of, North Carolina. If you're listening, High School Athletic Association, you need a shot clock in high school mm-hmm. basketball. Uh, it will, maybe coming. Maybe coming yeah, in they, five you know, years. Some states have done it. But see, what they don't want to do, it's it's, it's going to cost money. You it need is. another timer. You need somebody to run the timer. Well, we just, have seen that the schools this year do not care about spending any money whatsoever on technology well, to broadcast and get their games yeah. out to the world. So for them to get a shot clock, I, I just pull out the world's smallest violin for me. <clears throat> Call Q Tucker and take a couple thousand out of her millions that she's making right now. Um, Hunter, you guys, uh, sorry, I was pulling up your standings. Uh, Newton Connor twelve and zero. Uh, East Lincoln nine and three. That's the girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lake Norman Charter eight and four. Bandy seven and five. Maiden five and seven. West Lincoln four and eight. North Lincoln two and ten. And Lincoln. It doesn't surprise me. Newton Conover's girls are undefeated. That's I, the girls. Yeah, yeah, I think they is, make. Uh, a, I think they make another run. Is Washington McCall still coaching up there? Uh, used to play for the Hornet. I mean, the Sting at at Newton Connor. You mean just click on it? Oh, and see. I do not know now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. I started to say, what was she? Yeah, I can't remember her name. What's her name? Sturgill. No. Was that her last name? Well, they don't even say. You know, they used to say uh, uh, on here. You know, Max that, Preps is falling apart. What the are they old. good for? I think she played at State. I, <laughs> yeah, I that's what I'm remember. saying. Yeah. <laughs> That's the worst part about it. My, <laughs> my classmate that I graduated with is an, assist, is an assistant coach for the Newton Conover girls. Yeah, they're pretty good. They've been good, but I mean, I mean, you know, but they, they Andrea step, Stinson. Stinson, there you go. I knew it, it started with us. <laughs> You're yeah. in the ballpark. Yeah. <laughs> what do you rise? She played in WNBA. She's good. She did. Yeah. But uh, I, I mean, for the girls' basketball, I mean. <sighs> Newton Conover is a step and above everybody that's in the league. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that, and that helps from her because, I mean, when people see a winner, they, they become a winner. I mean, that's how basketball is. Uh, when I when I coach basketball, there's three things I taught. Play defense, hit your layups, hit your free throws. You'll be in every game. I mean, you know, I don't care what your offense does. If I'm playing defense against you, I can stop what you're doing. Whether it's threes, twos, whatever, I can stop that stuff. But I'm going to kick the ball out, and I'm mm-hmm. going to go in, and we're going to hit our legs, we're going to hit our free throws, 
And, you know, will we win every game? I don't know, but we're going to be in every game. Real quick, go ahead and finish your thought. No, well, I mean, I was just saying about the girls' basketball, you know, I mean, up there and you go that way, and East Burke's always good Mm. in girls' basketball. You know, Fred T. Four's decent. But, uh, you know, girls' basketball has come a long way from when even I taught or way before I taught. But, uh, I mean, there's some elite girls out there playing now, and I like it because it's flowing over into college. When you used to speak of Tennessee, UConn, now all of a sudden you're talking about South Carolina, Louisville, State, mm-hmm. UConn. I mean, there's more teams involved in it mm-hmm. than they used to be, and I like that part. That's good, not parity. Uh, I mean, it's good to have parity. North Lincoln's first at 10-2, East Lincoln's second, 9-3, Lake Norman Charter, 8-4, Lincoln in 7-5, Made in Newton Connor, 6-6, Bandy's in West Lincoln, 1-10, 0-11 in the South Fork 2A. Over in the Big South, girls, Ashbrook's 9-1, Kings Mountain's 8-2. Those are uh, playoff teams. Crest is on the bubble at 7-3. Big South boys, Crest boys are 11-0, 11-1 overall. Kings Mountain, 8-2, 9-3 overall. Huss is on the bubble, 7-3, 8-3 overall. Forest View, North Gaston, Ashbrook, and Stuart Kramer are not on any bubble whatsoever. Look that up and see if Kings Mountain and Huss have played twice already, Kevin, or is that game coming up later i'm not 100 sure but um because that one's going to be a big one right so playoff start uh not next week but the next it's going to be uh the same it's going to be first week of football as well um so we're two weeks away from football terry um and we're going to have playoffs so that first week we're going to have tuesday thursday friday saturday high school sports on ktc now the following week on the sixth is our first yeti's home game and we're going to see some Video of Yeti's coach celebrating a win a little bit, Hunter. You, have you seen that yet? Which one? The one of him getting the ice bath in like 30 degree weather? <clears throat> no. He jumped in the pond. No. Uh, <laughs> we're going to see coach celebrate a win a little bit. We'll have them next Saturday. So the next week we could have basketball. We're going to have basketball, then football, and baseball all in one week. All right. KTC broadcast. Uh, and I, NASCAR, of course. And I just looked it up. Huss <laughs> and Kings Mountain have played twice and they split. Okay. So it, it's they have split. So that <laughs> complicates matters left. a little bit. So coming down the stretch, Kings Mountain's got Forest View, and then they go to Crest, which is the big one at the end of the year. They'll beat Forest View easily. Uh, so if and if I look at Hunter Huss's schedule and what they've got left, so you said that. Uh, well, if Kings Mountain's split with Huss, that means they're one and two against Crest and Huss. So they're they're not looking good on that because Crest has obviously already beat them then. Right. Because Crest is undefeated. But I'm saying, are they going to be able to stay ahead of Hunter Huss? Uh, who, Kings Mountain? Uh, I don't know how the tie breaks are going are to work on that. See, that's what... S- send an email to the state and see if you get a coherent answer on that. So if I look at... First week, February 26th, we've got Forest View at Crest on WOHS. Uh, Brent Pascoe and Tom Sinifani scheduled for that. On Waggy up in our, up in uh, Rutherford County, Paul Foster is going to be doing play-by-play this year for East Rutherford. RS Central, they'll be hosting them in week one. Chase at Cherryville, uh, week one uh, in, in the big town. Uh, Tim Johnson uh, joining Danny Aker on that call. Uh, WLON, West Lincoln at North Lincoln. Matt Chapman and Derek Smith will be on that call uh, as of right now. Other games in the area we're going to have some coverage of, folks. We're going to have tweeting some scores and, and other and other things. Uh, Matt Royster will be over at Burns at South Point. Jeff Jones reporting East Gaston Shelby. JP uh, might be over at Kings Mountain. He don't know it yet, but he might be. Payton might be over at Lake Norman Charter. Uh, Jason Sane will be over at the Newton Connor Lincoln game 
And then we'll have uh, call-ins and others uh, on the post-game show live, of course. Uh, if you've been co- tuning in on Friday nights, I've been kind of goofing around, playing around with it, trying to get it set up, get perfected, perfected, but it'll never be perfected, but get it ready for football. Uh, a fr- Friday night scoreboard, scoreboard show, and basically I'm in here by myself, so I'm scrambling. Mm-hmm. So when one of you guys call, and I've start, I've got, to, I've been trying to wait to start the show, right to y'all, you guys get on, because if you guys go on, I haven't loaded up any commercials or anything to go to break. So I'll be like, all right, folks, I'll be back in just a minute. So I go down here and turn Hunter on. <laughs> but yeah, it's been fun. Um, I, I, I give scores, updates, standings, uh, and, and of course the weekend schedule. And then we're going to have a pregame show, red zone, and postgame. The pregame show, guys, is going to be probably different this year. We don't know exactly how long, what time, because some schools are moving up. Their time, their start time is mm-hmm. seven o'clock. I I know the Southern Piedmont has. I'm not sure about the the other ones around us. So it's going to be a scramble. Um, some guys, some of our announcers will get to sit inside. Some of them will have to sit outside, according to the folks. And then um, folks are wondering, we're not going to have video during the regular season. Broadcast rights are um, to the schools only, and we've been. Uh, some of the schools are doing their own video, and some of them even ask us to not even come for radio. So some of them don't even want us in their radio because they don't want to compete for advertising dollars for us. So uh, they are sent, even kicked us out for that. So um, we're going to do as much radio as we can uh, on this. Now, once the playoffs start, folks, um, the rules are, and here's where it gets fun, Hunter and Terry and Dom, that the state and that the National Federation owns all the rights to playoff games. That's the number one. Number two, to own the rights, if you're a member of that network, then you own your rights to playoff games and regular season games. But number three, if you don't own those rights and you're not a member of that, then the you have to apply and 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 pay that pay that federation. And we got an email from the other day that they would approve multiple outlets to do the games. There is no priority list. There is no nothing. We could have ten streamers at one game if we want to, and the schools or athletic athletic directors couldn't say nothing about it. They'd have to provide us their power and somewhere to see it so regular season they call their own shots postseason they can't say or can't do nothing i i even argued with the i had to talk to the ac reynolds he brought that up last year and you know you know i i really don't like you know talking about stuff on the air about stuff but he you know he got real jerk he, he was real nice about it he was one of those nice i'm gonna say how i feel about it and hope you change your mind and then when i was like okay we'll be there at five and he's like well i really don't want you here that it changed extremely quickly. Passive aggressive. Right. And then I said, wait, wait, wait. So it's just in my mind, it shot to my head. Oh, he's being serious. Okay. So, okay, you want to <clears> play <throat> this game? I know you don't want us there. How about this? You can call the Athletic Association that I just got an email from that says, you have to let me in. You can't say no, and I'll be there at 5 o'clock. He said, yeah, you're right. It does say I have to let you, but I don't have to be nice. I don't have to put you anywhere where you can see the game, and I don't have to give you power. I just have to let you in the building. Uh, who is this now? The AC a. Reynolds athletic director. He sounds like a real yeah nice young lad. So we ended up in the press box and plugged in the Kings Mountain equipment. Had a good broadcast. Kings Mountain fans brought thousands of fans. They were had to overflow in the baseball stadium. But, of course, you know, Mr. Nice Guy over here. So uh, <laughs> we, we have those issues. Uh, you know, hopefully we'll be, we'll, 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 everything will go smoothly. But, you know, it changes week to week well, on that. So I'm I, excited about it. About all these sports. Go ahead, Terry. Well, there's a lot of times that I sit back and radio's come a long way. Streaming's come a long way. But when I sit back and you forget where you come from, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I was back when, and 
Calvin was raising, Kevin was coming up. And I mean, we put games on the air every week. Sometimes they were Saturday morning broadcast if you never got to hear it on Friday. Right. And then it went to where we started doing it on Friday nights. And it was like the hit of the town. Everybody liked it because, I mean, a lot of grandparents and even my dad, when he got older and couldn't go to watch Lincoln and play, he was able to hear them, you know. And, uh, I mean, people don't forget where you come from. And I know sometimes people become jerks and everything else about how things should be run and what we want to do and how much money that we should make. And I understand at this pandemic time, the money's not coming in there like you need it. I'm with you 100%. But don't forget who brought you to where you're at. I mean, that, that's the things that bother me. Every time that I hear people griping about, well, we're not going to let you do this. We're not going to let you do that. You know, c- come on. Don't well, forget well, what got quick, you well, here. As far as, you know, talking the money thing, uh, some of the schools, you know, they're wanting to charge and they're charging advertising to make up money for lost ticket sales. Well, let me ask you this. And did they lose food sales this year? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Did any of the schools start their own restaurants? Did any of the schools start yeah. their own restaurants? They yeah. started their own broadcast companies yeah. to make up that money. Why did none of them start their own restaurants? Why aren't you selling uh, thick bologna's over at West Lincoln? Why aren't we selling liver mush in Shelby? Why aren't why why is that you know why why are the the, the leader, leaders that be not frying up hot yeah. dogs and delivering meals like yeah. why start that business in particular? What's yeah. weird? And yeah. you know the it, it affects the free press as far as some of this goes. And there was a time when you know. Tom, remember a few years ago, you know, you know, I know in Cleveland County, Dustin George was, you know, was reporting here, and he's only one guy, and he would get so many complaints on Fridays because he didn't cover somebody's school. Yeah. Now you've kicked everyone out, even though Terry, you, you know, it's not just us. Kings Mountain has kicked out the the Kings Mountain radio station, who is run by the mayor of Kings Mountain. Yeah, yeah. that's what that's what. So happened. no radio in Kings Mountain. Well, my, my and, and these things are home yeah. games too. They haven't yeah. come to a thing about what are you going to do when you go to away game and you can't do the game. I mean, I just I just don't like like Terry says. Uh, you know, you act like you don't know us anymore, and it's disrespectful. And it's you know we've we've been treated like we've done something wrong. You know that yeah. that that's that's the part that that really <laughs> bothers me is they're treating you like you're a criminal. You're a criminal because you want to cover a ball. Well, well so, he, I mean, here's my deal, Tom, and this is how I look at it. Let's say me and you're going and say that we're going to go to Burns and Burns, you know, and I know them guys. They they know me, and they're not going to do this. But they they, they sit back and they say well, we don't want Terry to come. Fine, I'm good. I'm go. I'm golden. Tom, you go do it because I still want us to be there and right. I still want it to be on the air yeah. for all the folks that are listening. You know what I'm saying? I can deal with that. But, you know, to, to sit back and say, hey, KTC, you're not wanted. Come on, people. I mean, they're this, the ones who got you where you're at now. And all I'm going to tell you is once you start running your own company, you're going to run into things that they don't anticipate. Yeah. And, and I know I know the way they're doing it. I know some of the people they're depending on. But I'm going to tell you, some of these people, Terry, they're going to get burned out. You're going to be working some of these people 14 hours a day. I'm just going to tell you. I'm just, I'm just going to tell you. I mean, we've that's, had broadcasts. That's, yeah, I mean, that's, that's what they're going to do. Yeah. They're yeah, going to be working people 14 and 15 hours a day yeah. for, for, for no extra pay. And let, let's see what happens with that. Well, we've had broadcasts from places, and people will call us. Man, your broadcast is up, but uh, wait, I mean, I can't hear nobody. Yeah. Do y'all not have an answer? No, we're not the one doing it. You need to call this number. That's what, <laughs> you see, know that, what I'm that, saying? That's the problem. We're going to get calls, 
And it's going to be, we're just going to have to say it very politely. Yeah. I'm sorry, you're going to have to contact da 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 at, at central office because we don't have anything to do with that anymore. Yeah. So, right. I mean, we're, we're going to have to have all the, uh, well, that's what the question is. Like Tom, like Tom just said, like, who, who are the fans calling Friday night when you have a problem with a broadcast, with your payment, with sound, with Especially anything? Especially if you paid. Right. There are going to be some mad people get, if you pay. We get calls yeah. all the time, and we have to sit there and explain to people. We'll talk you through on how to get to the broadcast, how to listen to it, where to go, and all that. Tom, do they have anybody at the county doing that? In sure county? I, <laughs> I have, no, I've, do they I have, have a phone uh, center? I'm, yeah. I'm going to be I'm gonna be honest. Are you going to run the I've, phone center? Yeah. I've stayed, I definitely want I've, my money back. I've stayed, I mean, that's how it's going to work. I've stayed out of this. Uh, uh, you know, Some people have, have asked me to, to really elaborate on the situation, and I haven't. And the only the only thing I'll say is I, I just – do not like the fact that you are treated as you are a criminal. Like you described the athletic director up at uh, up in Asheville. Right? <laughs> yes, treating you <laughs> like you're doing something wrong. They're treating yeah. me like I've got my bags of groceries at Food Line. Can I just skip the cash register and walk out? No, they treat you like yeah, that's you're the their, way you're treating well, Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, 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 they're treating, you, they're yeah. treating well, you like you're doing you know something how. wrong when you're not <laughs> doing anything wrong. Well, I'm going to tell you the scenario that I always look back at is a lot of times like we've been everywhere. And that's the reason when you see me, if you send me something or something, I mean, it has to be seen. I mean, heck, if it's a low enough price, I would buy it anyway. But I wear anybody's stuff in here because I love our whole aspect of every county that we do. No, it's not nothing like that. I'm just saying that's how I am. I yeah, mean, no. I want everybody in our county, whether it's South Point, Maiden, Newton, or whoever, and I know even Bandy's. I mean, you know, whoever. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Well, well, I like everyone, but here's your problem. When you come down to it and we go places, and we went to Winston-Salem Carver one night, and that's when Lincoln had to play them in the playoffs. And the AD... We never asked. We never said nothing. But you know what? The AD come in there. He brought us all toboggans and all kinds <laughs> of stuff. I mean, he was proud for us being there yeah. to have to do the game yeah. for back in our area. Yeah. Even you know. even when I went to I went to High Brighton and they, they put you in a part of the of the box where maybe wasn't the most desirable place, but they right. they provided you a place. Yeah. They provided you something to eat. I want to see AD, Terry remember you know, this. So, some, some 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 hospitality and courtesy, and even though they had their media there too, yeah. you know, it, it's it's just I, I just don't understand the uh, word I'm looking for is the acrimony towards people just trying to cover a ball game. So I mean, it just to to me, I mean, I understand you got to chase dollars, but what I was going to say earlier, you're you're paying your bills off yeah. the labor of teenage kids. That's that's how you're paying your bills. That's the way you want to make more money. And 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 here's another question: Where's it going? Yeah. Where's it going? When this money comes in, where's it going? So, I mean, I just I just think that we're being treated like the ones that are immoral. I think there's a few moral questions for other folks, but that's just the way I feel about it. Terry, I would real quick, I don't know if you remember, Hunter, this might blow your mind. Terry, do you remember doing basketball like in the 80s and 90s? And when you'd go to a school, they would have a hospitality room? Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> There used what? to be hospitality rooms yes. in basketball. This has not been that long ago. Every basketball game I used to go Everyone. to when I was little, yes. I'd go with Dad. And Hunter Hush the officials, have, the coaches, and the media. Hunter Hush used yeah. to have the best one. We used to yeah. go over there. Hospitality. Hospitality. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, they would have, like, crock pots and little yeah. meat balls yeah. and yeah. You know, stuff like that. A room. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, we had stuff. From, Hold on, I, gotta I mean, from all over Zach's music. Been, it, I mean, it, I'm it's, been, it's probably been at least 15 or 20 years. It's been since the early 2000s. It's, not, it's, not, yeah. it's been later than that. It's when I was time. coaching 
that we had it. And mm-hmm. I'm talking about back in 2010, <laughs> 11, 12, we'd go to Drone. They had it. Oh, we'd go so, to yeah. Highland Tech. They had it. Yeah. I mean, they, they had a hospitality yeah. room. It's, probably, it's, it's yeah. probably a good thing they don't let Hunter in the hospitality room. Why? It's like, you <laughs> might vacuum through the room. No, no, kind of like they do with the Hornets. <laughs> you, you know, got the yeah. the yeah. When I actually, first started. Be- they used to be better than the Hornets games. The Hornets, I think, put kind of a yeah, iffy, iffy. It's free though. Like, no, yeah, but like, the worst part about they it spent is a lot of money like, on those on those notches. When you went to the ball game and you were doing the JV girls, so you knew, and then you was helping on the JV boys, and the next one, and the next one, you were all the way through the varsity, so you know you was okay all mm-hmm. even and long. <laughs> well, luckily, places I've been to <laughs> lately have at least been nice to me. Uh, at least kind of seem. Like they're okay with me yeah. being there. Yeah. But all, I mean, all, they they uh, don't uh, look happy and gleeful on their face, uh, but then uh, again, you can't tell you, through the mask. Nobody but... asked you to wrestle in the parking lot this year. No, not yet. All, all right. Well, uh, all that all that being said is is we will still have some radio coverage, <laughs> right. and we're going to do the best we can. Yeah. And I just don't want people to think that we're turning our backs on high school athletics. We're not. I mean, there's going to be no. It's the opposite. You know, yeah, no hard feelings towards High the school. High school athletics is turning their backs on us. Yeah, no hard feelings towards the school, no hard feelings towards the coaches, the players, the parents. Some of them. I'm not going to throw no. all of them under yeah. the bus. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have those hard feelings. It is what it is. But if, if somebody wants to know why, if you treat somebody like a criminal when they've done nothing wrong, it's just like, Terry, you got a classroom yeah. and a kid walks in there and you treat the kid like he's a troublemaker before he's caused any trouble, you're going to get a negative result. Yes. And that's kind of the way... That's kind of the way we've been treated this year, and I know I know what. Sad thing is, we know it's about money. That's why I told people, for me, it's not about it's not about money. It is for other people, and you know, it just is yeah. what it is. All right, JP, you ready in there? Can I get a thumbs up? Are you awake? Sit up. I can't. My camera's going in and out in there. Um, real quick, I, you know, I want to point out as we go. Um, I want to say some of the announcers: uh, Brent Pasco, Shelby, Tom Crest, Rob Crest. Uh, I'm guessing Paul Crest, Tanner Crest. Tim Lincoln and Danny Cherville, Caleb West Lincoln. I have no idea where Matt Chapman's from. Do y'all? Uh, Derek Smith went to RS Central. Um, Matt Burns, right? Um, JP uh, Kings. Uh, well, you're homeschooled. You're from the Kings Mountain area. Uh, Jason Sane, West Lincoln, and then of course uh, Will Boykins and Dennis from uh, Crest. Andre Cherville, Meeb Cherville, and Bessemer, Hunter Bandy's, Peyton Bandy's, Shannon. Uh, Shelby, uh, I mean, like we're all local, right? Yes, we're like, all like ninety nine percent of everybody that works for we're us. We're all local. One of the local high schools, and they <laughs> and they wonder why it's like we didn't. It doesn't sit well. We're all local. We've done this for a long time. We don't do this to get wealthy. No, we we're do, not going to get rich. We, we do it. We do it because it's fun. We do it because we enjoy. <laughs> Terry's got to get somebody to give him free tires. What are y'all talking about? Get rich. <laughs> and it's, it's just. One of the, He's got one a of those things. Tires, and, so you can come broadcast on Saturdays. If, if anybody's mad at me, I'm sorry, but it's just, it's yeah. just. It, I, I don't think I ever say is never forget where you come from. I tell that to a lot of people. Yep. I mean, all right, JP, let's take a break now. When we come back, guys. We've got we've got a couple of, like montages of of audio today because it is Daytona 500 weekend. So I've got Ooh. audio from the week. And we're going to talk a lot about that coming up in about 35 minutes on that. About 930, we're going to do some NASCAR. Oh, man. But first, when we come back, we're going to play our bad picks. We're going to review the Super Bowl. And uh, we're going to go over that and uh, and more. We're going to crown our champion of picks on kdcbroadcasting.com. You know, we always tell our kids that there's no such thing as a money tree. But did you know at Friendship Nissan and Forest City, we kind of 
do have a money tree. Our money tree gives a $500 better price on any new Nissan, and that's a $500 guarantee that we put in writing. We have no-haggle, clear-choice pricing, the region's only non-commissioned sales force, and we have the only lifetime warranty with no time or mileage limits. So you see, at Friendship Nissan, we kind of do have a money tree, and we're located in Forest City. Spending too much time at home with nothing to do? Then go shopping. That's right, go shopping at whatsappshopper.com. Local area businesses are featuring their products and services on whatsappshopper.com. You can also play our contest, listen to the swap shop, and more. Make it one of your favorites. There are also valuable coupons from area businesses. And as they say, let your fingers do the walking and shop online at whatsappshopper.com. You'll love it. Take advantage of a special offer on the versatile Kubota BX Series subcompact tractor. Switching attachments is simple, and a smooth hydrostatic transmission makes for easy operation. The Kubota BX Series, the number one selling subcompact tractor in the U.S. for over 10 years. You own the land. Now, make it yours. Get the Kubota BX2380 for payments as low as $99 a month. Your Kubota dealer is Park of Arms Service, 126 Bessie Drive, off Highway 74 at Oak Grove Road, Kings Mountain. It's time to play at the Green Meadows Golf Course on Kelly Road in Mount Holly. Play and ride Monday through Friday for $25. Weekends, just $30. Seniors ride and play Monday through Friday for $20. And every Wednesday is Ladies' Day. Ladies play and ride for just $15. So make your tee time now by calling the Green Meadows Golf Course, 704-827-9264. Green Meadows Golf Course, 957 Kelly Road in Mount Holly. For businesses and individuals in North Carolina, United Bank is the partner who can help unite today's vision and tomorrow's greatness. They build lasting relationships and provide exceptional service. It's this commitment to people and communities they serve that sets United Bank apart. United Bank, member FDIC. 40% off. Yes, the Great Outdoors in Cherryville is having a 40% off sale on select winter merchandise. Hurry on in now before it's gone. And while there, take a look at the Camp Chef Pellet Grills. Now $50 off. And relax with a pair of Lazy One boxer shorts, nightgowns, and pajamas. Again, take 40% off. Select winter merchandise during the big winter clearance sale now at the Great Outdoors. Highway 150 East in Cherryville, right behind McDonald's. Online at TeamGreatOutdoors.com and see their page at WhatsAppShopper.com and like them on Facebook, too. And we're back on Saturday morning. Sports Talk with Kevin and the guys. Oh, ever. All right, welcome back to Saturday Sports Talk. Hunter Yancey in the house. All right, guys. Super Bowl. Talk a little bit about that. You know, Hold on. Before we get to the Super Bowl, let's not forget. Friendship Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, 190 Oak Street Extension in Forest City, North Carolina. 828-919-3001. And Friendship Nissan, 156 Oak Street Extension in Forest City, North Carolina. 828-245-1661. Bringing you Saturday morning sports talk. Thank you. Friendship, go see him. Get your tax return, Terry. Go to Friendship. Get you that. Yeah, Friend- in Forest City, North Carolina, 828-919-3001. I think I can cut off in there, Forest yeah. City, North Carolina, 828-245-1661. No, take, I'm about, I just wanted part of it. Take your tax return, Terry, and get you something those are that's my made. friends up there. Well, what you need to do is take your tax return up there and support your paycheck. Go get you a car. Support quit my drive, paycheck. Quit, quit driving that old piece of crap and drive what? something for Friendship. Huh? <laughs> What? That's what you, okay. you need. You need a gladiator. You need that gladiator. I would like to have a gladiator. Yeah. That's for I sure. I didn't know we were 
stabbing each other today over our rides. Did you did you bring him, a blink? Did you him, bring a blink? I, I, will, I will take any advantage, any opportunity to stab him anytime it comes along because you know what? Tom, you I never it. stab you. You deserve it. All your little stupid text messages what? you send out when you're supposed to be working. Was, you know, we all have lunch. Can't break? you just feel the love? <laughs> oh, stupid text messages. We, we all have lunch. I'm break. a Texas principal and said, get get your whatever Terry is off his phone. I'm trying to teach some kids over here at, at Burns. West Lincoln needs to get their act together. Need, need to put Terry on one of those action plans. That's what they need. You need an action plan. Oh, my God. Are you saying Terry's not volunteering for anything over there that they need? Like when they hit the button, uh, we need help down in the lunchroom. Whoa. Silence from Whoa, Terry's room. No. <laughs> wrong answer. They'll tell you real quick. That's the wrong answer. I'm on my way. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. It might take a while to get there. <laughs> might take a while to get there. I don't even know why that's at the top of the thing. All right, we've got a couple of couple of weeks or months until the NFL draft. We've got news and notes going all across the board. What what is going on in, with the Houston Texans? Uh, Matthew Stafford is going to the Rams. Goff to the Lions. We've got all kinds of room. You know, we thought last year was a a wild quarterback market because you know we talked about it quite a bit but those that was mostly free agents that was mostly tom brady right watch a russell wilson to dallas now we're now we're sitting here terry he i'm you you really want that you know playoff wins he has i don't care what he's got you know playoff wins he has terry we'll trade you right now you take Dak. we'll take russell well, Dak's been rumored to be traded to every team so far yeah he's been in chicago's mentions he's been in washington yeah um uh, you know, me and Hunter talked this week. You know, Washington could go. There's like 10 different things Washington could do. I wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think a lot of it. You know, last year I thought the catalyst was going to be what Belichick's going to do. And he didn't do anything. He was the last one to do anything, and he signed Cam, and it didn't work out at all. So, yeah. you know, I, I don't I don't think I can look at it that way this way and say, well, it's going to be whatever they do. Um, so, you know, we've got – is somebody going to move up in the draft? Room, Todd McShay says Zach Wilson's going too. No matter what, and he's saying he's even talking Panthers at two, so or the the Jets staying put. So every he's saying Wilson is going too. So if that's the case, then you still got Fields, and you still got Trey Lance. Um, who else is there? Mac Jones. Talk about? Mac Jones. And so you know you were looking at that like Justin three. Fields. Is this one of the best? Could be one of the best quarterback drafts. Could be. Um, we talked the Marino draft the other day, Terry. He was picked sixth in that draft of quarterbacks. He was the sixth quarterback. How about uh, Elway went one, went two and three in Super Bowls. Jim Kelly went, he was the next one. He went 0 and 4. So now they're at 2 and 7. Tony Eason went in that Super Bowl. Now they're at 2 and 8. And then Dan Marino made them 2 and 9. They're just some of the best quarterbacks ever. Now, with that said, Terry, should Jim Kelly be ahead of Dan Marino? He beat him four times and went through him four times. Well from some people's opinions maybe yes and other people's no force is force so a lot mean, all two to like, one's different yeah. four is a lot yeah but but you know it, it makes you think about that and then how about this for marino made the super bowl in his second year he beat the 85 bears he was the, they were the only team mm-hmm. that beat the bears that year and then got beat in the playoffs by tony eason and the new england patriots all right so now how about some belichick uh numbers for you in seven years Without Cam Newton. Hmm. Tom Brady. I mean, Tom Brady. <laughs> oh. He did fantastic without Cam Newton, hasn't mm, he? Yeah. 
in the seven years he's coached Terry without uh without Brady, he's he's only made had one playoff win. With he, the Cleveland Browns. And it was with yeah. the Browns. You know who he beat? The New England Patriots. Patriots yeah, How about that? Yeah. And the quarterback was Drew Bledsoe. So Belichick's only playoff win of his career without Tom Brady was with the Cleveland Browns against the New England Patriots with Drew Bledsoe. Oh for that? seven years. I mean, oh for seven years. I mean, one for seven years. He's got one playoff win and seven tries. With Brady, he's got seventeen playoff appearances out of eighteen years. And the year they didn't, they won nine games. Well, you know, you know, when you look at the NFL, and I think this past week just proves why Dallas is sitting back. How did we saying, get the Cowboys? Did I say anything well, about no, I didn't the Cowboys? say nothing like this. I'm just saying <laughs> this is what's proven with Dallas. Dallas is sitting here, and do we sign Dak for forty million dollars? Or do you give him your franchise tag again? You know what? That right there is telling it because Tom Brady set an example. I can make twenty five million yeah, and win a Super Bowl every year on account of you know what? They can bring in Fournette. They can bring in Antonio Brown. Or how they about- can go get me Gronkowski. They can yeah. go get me players to fill spots mm-hmm. to make me off, better. Off, offensive line. Yeah, that's, like, that's what, what I'm saying. That, that's what Cleveland has done because they, they're, their quarterbacks make a little bit less money. You can pay the that's guys to what keep I'm you up saying. Right. And you Tom know? Brady's yeah. proven that. And for Dak's agent to sit here and say, okay, yeah, we want $40 because it's about you, buddy. Well, okay, so he gets $40 million, but then all of a sudden you really we start losing players. going to say anything else, though? He's no, gonna, he's the agent, not going to say anything. agent wants a piece of his pocket. Yeah, yeah gonna... he does, and that's what makes me mad because Dallas and people are getting mad at uh, Jerry and now for not signing him. Well, you know what? He shouldn't sign him because yeah. of the, the figure has been put out there on the field last week, Tom Brady, I got people around me to make me better, and that's what Dallas has to think of, and that's how come Jerry Jones is not doing this, and Dak's got to realize that. Or, you know what, buddy, you're going to be sent off somewhere, and I hope it's good for you because I remember other players who become elite in Dallas. Alvin Harper's a perfect example. Larry Brown's another example of players who become star athletes in Dallas, and, hey, after that year they were stars, they wanted to go somewhere else and become nothing. So go ahead and do your thing. You have a lot of talent around you in Dallas. If you come back, play it for what it is. Get your twenty-five million or maybe twenty-eight. I'll give you a few more hundred. I mean, a few more million. But understand what you're doing because eventually, you know what? You lose uh, uh, Cooper. You start losing players who make you better because I wanted a, bun- a bunch of money. I'm not sure how committed Dak really is right now to going back to Dallas. Well, I mean, think about it. He's been sitting here over this dispute. What are we going on? Year three now? Okay. Well, Almost then, three, you know four what? years. So then, then he needs That's to fine. come out right off the bat and say, you He's, know what? Trade me. I, he, yeah, well, he, he can count that $40 million from his hospital bed. If I mean, technically, that, technically, linemen. he would be what? A restricted free agent if they just don't franchise tag him? Something because they like have that. to franchise tag a him chance, this year. The, the, if he's restricted, they get a chance to match, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they can right. get a chance to match. So. But well, if a team comes out and gives him the thirty something million that Dallas didn't I really want to give him, him in go. general, they're, they're they'll let him go. One hundred. That's I, fine. I, I agree. I believe. It. I think you know, that's what'll you happen. Know where he might, he he could end, he could end up in Philadelphia. I don't know if they, if they're sold on Hurts. You know they want to get rid of Wentz. Chicago could be another place he could go. 
New England could be another place he yeah. could go. San Francisco could be a place. They mentioned he could go. New England, and yeah, they don't I mean, know I, whether that worked there. I think there's a lot of yeah. places where some some teams are ready maybe to move off a quarterback and and bring him in. And you know, uh, Hunter talks about it the best when I listen to him on the podcast. Thing, you know, you got to understand this cap thing. You know, the mm-hmm. way the money works. Because if you don't, then you're no, gonna, not not, not yeah. just that. Yo, the cap's going down this year. It's going down by yeah. ten, fifteen million dollars. So that's either a high end player. Well, that's a couple players well, here's that you my have deal to decide against with that money. And I know we got on Dallas, but here's my deal with <laughs> Dallas. Is you daggum had Dalton. It took us a little bit to get him in sync with every other player. But how did Dallas finish? Pretty darn good. I mean, they had a shot. I mean, you know, as bad as we played. Yeah. I, know, I know that, but we had a shot at our division. You know what I'm saying, Tom. Come on, Tom sent the Bonnie. Terry. But you know where I'm at. They finished good, Tom. But we had a chance at our division, and we were in games. We won three of our last four, and the only game we lost was to the Giants at the very end. But that showed a process that was made without Dak. So, you know what? Hey, Dak, I'm sorry, man. I like you. I wish, hope you're our quarterback. But please take less money. Get talk I, I, to your agent. I Terry, think, you're the most proud person I've ever heard of of being the second best tasting toilet bowl. But, but he started. He started to make a good point, and, okay. then, and then he and then he and then he just totally screwed it up. I think his best point. was. How did I screw it <laughs> up? Because you mentioned that okay, we've got Dalton. Dalton can be your stopgap because he's good enough to win some games if you give him some time. I agree with that. That way you can let him go, free up that space, and then move on. You might draft a guy, get him on a rookie contract, you got a little extra money, bring in a defensive guy. Bring Listen, in if y'all let him walk I think, and you yeah, want to draft one of these quarterbacks that's available, you got a decent draft right. pick. Yeah. I think, and yeah. Andy Dalton. Yeah. And Andy right. Dalton. And Andy Dalton. You have, you have, that's what I'm saying. You have your stopgap guy. You can you so, can literally have him play. It can be the whole Alex Smith, Patrick Mahomes thing. They drafted Patrick Mahomes. Right. He was behind right. Alex Smith for a year. Then they traded right. him because they, they get wanted a kid to play from BYU or something like that. You know, exactly. they, they right. have a well, they'd have to move up for that. We're gonna play. I think, I think, think, he's, I think yeah. Zach Wilson is going to go high. Zach right. Wilson, that's him. Yeah. yeah, they're saying he's going second. Yeah, um, baby. Yeah. JP, is that you in there? Was that me? Oh, that what was Austin Powers. Happened? Yeah, but where did that come from? I don't know. Who um, just played that? I don't know. It's what probably mean? something Tom said that they had to play it. No, no, no. Oh, okay. Oh my God. Probably Terry. Anyway, let's play a quick game. We'll go around the table one at a time. I hate this when he does this. All right. We're going to play. I'm not prepared. We're yeah. going to play. You're the general manager. And let's make it quick. Let's, know, let's okay. not have no two minute talk. Yeah, Tom, be quiet. This is what. <laughs> why, why is Tom always. I don't talk. I'm probably. If you count the You're words, I'm last. Be quiet. Two minute Tom. Two minute Tom. This is ridiculous. He's, he's still on a rant. This is, just, <laughs> this is the most ridiculous accusation. Go ahead. Go ahead. Play the game. Tom, we're going to put you in that hole. In. Go ahead and do it. <laughs> Go ahead and do it. <laughs> Go ahead. Play All right. Game. We're playing make your move. You're the GM of the team. Which quarterback do you want? If you can, whatever you do, who cares about trade? I want this team, this quarterback for my team. Best mm. fit. You know what I mean? Mm. All right. All right. So we'll start with Tom. You are the GM of the New England Patriots. Who do you go get? Rookie, trade, you know, rookie or trader or sign, however, however you look at it. Well, who's the best guy available? Deshaun Watson, right? You know, you're going to go get Deshaun Watson if you can, if you don't have to completely sell the farm in the future to get him. Is get he him. available? I guess he is after they cut. Yes. What? Yeah. I mean, their front well, office they keep is saying, saying no. They keep saying no. Yeah, they keep saying no. <laughs> That's weird. 
But no, mm-hmm. why would why the, the thing? If I'm the Patriots GM, I want him. But look what look what the Rams just got for, I mean, uh, the Stafford trade. Right. Look what they had to give away to the Lions mm-hmm. to get Stafford. What are you going to have to give? You're going to have to give four number ones to get Watson. Yeah. You know, I mean, I I don't know. You know, if there's a team willing to give that much because you know once you start giving away too too many picks, it, it's it's hard. You know, you think about the future. Go ahead, Hunter. You, no, had, you, had your, you had your fingers like you were getting ready to make your points. No, I'm, I'm counting, counting your time. Oh, yeah. okay. Is that what you're doing? <laughs> yeah. ah, you're funny. I made my point. Wasn't two that minutes long. already too long? You, you should be the last one. You, you know, Hunter's tired. No, I mean, we're going one team at a time, so it's okay. fine. Okay. I, but ahead, it would done. be easy for all of us to sit here for all these teams to say Deshaun Watson. So Because right. he's the best That's available. The all right, let's, let's he's get, the best let's available. Let's get Deshaun Watson. Realistically, uh, Terry, what would you do if you were the Jets in the two spot? All of them picks. You got Sam Darnold. Are you sticking with Darnold? Or is there somebody? Are you drafting? Uh, or are you trading Darnold for 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 one of these other maybe available quarterbacks? Uh, well, us and Jacksonville will make a trade where I can move back up to number one and get Lawrence. Okay, that's what I'd do. You think that would be available? Uh, yeah. I mean, if you I think, give you think, them, you think Jacksonville's taking calls right now on that? Uh, I think so. Oh. I mean, what I think, I honey? keep looking at them because Fields is available and. He's been with Meyer, and and it could happen, but I don't think that's what's going to happen. All right, Hunter, we got to give up that plus our number one. You're in the three pick, Miami Dolphins. You've got Tua. You making offers? You you you, you drafted another guy there? Are you building the team around Tua? I'm I'm sticking with Tua for right. at least another year. At least another year. Don't want a Josh Rosen situation on your hands where you just bring in a new guy he was and hope that practice. he works. He was on practice squad. I know. He was on Tampa's practice squad for a little while. <laughs> Technically, is their quarterback room not in a decent situation? It is. I mean, Tua and Ryan Fitzpatrick right, right now, yes. you can bolster up everywhere else. That, right. that, that's just how I look Let's at it. Let's say they take the left tackle, the best tackle of the draft. There you go. Then next year, if Tua sucks, the next year you're taking the, the quarterback and yeah. you already have your left tackle. Yeah. Yep. So, I, I think that I, if I'm them, maybe – but again – with their number of picks and trades, these two, those two teams are going to be the key to the draft. Yeah, you know, especially if Jacksonville sits there at one. All right, we're moving over to Dallas Cowboys. Terry, what you going to do? What, what do you want them to do? Resign Dak or draft somebody? Or, or uh, my, key? My, my my key is simple. If Russell does not like it in Seattle, and that's what I've liked, is us make a trade. You get Dak, we get Russell. We'll give you a number two pick or three pick to go with Dak. That way you'll take him because he does have an injury, so we understand that. But we'll go get Russell and bring him to Dallas. So you want him to go after Russell Wilson. All right, now if they say no Russell Wilson, what's your next realistic move? My next move is to stay in the draft and to pick whoever's the best quarterback by the time it gets to us. So you want to draft a quarterback in the first yes. round. Where are, you, where are they drafting, Hunter? Are they 10th? 10th, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've and seen we anywhere the. What is it? The ah, uh, uh, the guy from North Dakota, Trey Lance. Yeah, Trey Lance. They keep like saying him. about him. I like him. Twenty-eight touchdowns, no picks. So, no picks. Pretty good <laughs> at just, any level. Yeah. No oh, just, Let me ask this because Hunter usually knows this. If they franchise Dak, can they then trade him? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he's technically okay. still okay. he's under contract with them. It yes. might okay. be a franchise. Okay. They can't trade until he signs his tender. Okay. But he can. Okay. He, can he can hold him hostage. So you can franchise him, them trade him. Mm-hmm. Yes. But this okay. is his last franchise because well, they franchised him last year. They right. only okay. do it two years twice. in a row. Well, yeah. What happens though, if you franchise and trade him, he they, they he ends up signing a deal 
with the sign and trade is in yeah. and more than so, likely okay. that's going to call Dallas money because if they do try to trade him, we're going to pick up part of that slot. That's right. So you get a cap hit when you do yeah. that. It was just yeah. a, well, just depends, depends on, on how much they take. Just right. think about okay. it. Yeah. Yeah. Eagles right now are saying they're trying to move Wentz, and they've come out and said they want if whoever will take him, they're prepared to eat about twenty yeah. to twenty five million dollars off I'm of saying. his contract. See, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. Think that's a good. Think thing. about this, Jared Goff being traded. Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford is cheaper than the hit that the Rams took for Matt Stafford for, for Jared Goff. They took about a 25, 30, almost $30 million hit. The Rams hit. better win now is all I got to say. Yeah, that's what they're trying to yeah. do. They better win now because they're going to be in. They're going to be in. <laughs> so you're See, Tom, mine only takes about 25 seconds. Really. That's because that's all you know, Terry. I mean, <laughs> 25 seconds, that's all it takes. <laughs> yeah, but when we Hunter, can, yeah. Redskins, what you doing? <laughs> Nothing. Football team, what you doing? <laughs> yeah, nothing. <laughs> football team, what are we doing? Speaking of that, I saw in one of those football magazines, I think it's, um, I don't think it's Bandy's, it might be RS Center. It's one of the uh, one of the schools, it's Chase, it's the Chase basketball girls team. They took their picture without their uniforms on. And the girl in the middle of the shirt is wearing a red, of the picture is wearing a Redskin shirt. And nice. That's the awesome. first thing that jumped out on the page awesome. for them. Oh, God. That ain't awesome. <laughs> She awesome. needs some help. Oh, God. All right, Hunter. What you guys? What you want them to do? Besides the fantasy, these guys want to trade for you know Joe no, Montana. Listen. Now there, now there, free agents. What's really? Of course, I keep up with Washington news media. There are legitimate people that are close to the organization that are saying Washington is monitoring what is happening in Seattle. Okay, saying that they might make a trade for Russell Wilson if it's available. But that's another one of those long shots like Deshaun Watson. So. Realistically, I would like I would trade for Sam Darnold for Washington or from the Jets. Pick up whatever he has left on his rookie contract because we're st- we still we're about 7th on the list in cap space. Injury prone. I wanted us to go for Carson Wentz, but reports are we never even picked up the phone, so I think would that Carson- help Washington. I mean, it's the same kind of talent on his outside that you got at Washington. There's no difference in what, what he's going to have to throw to. If you Terry, bring that's what him, the draft is for. Well, okay. <laughs> All right. And, Terry, we also are seventh, unlike you guys, with cap space. So yeah, I agree. I agree with you 100%. We can, we can I'm sign Allen Robinson out of If you bring Chicago. him over, he has no better wide receivers at the Jets than y'all do at they probably They probably don't what want to. What are you talking about? Terry McLaurin is better than every wide receiver the Jets have probably had the past three years. Uh, he's okay. And they don't. They don't want to. They don't want to trade Wentz to a division uh, hunter. They would. They wouldn't trade him to a. No, division I think rival. Wentz has ended up you know, in Indianapolis or Carolina. Yeah, yeah. You know, Philadelphia never traded Donovan McNabb to the Redskins. No, I mean, no. <laughs> if you think he's washed up, why do you? Why? Why wouldn't you trade him to a, a division rival? Hey, I don't guys, think he's washed you up. You guys I take think, this guy. I think. I think it's. I think it's just a. Just it's mutual. If they we don't, just don't get along anymore. If Washington doesn't go for Darnold. I've seen some drafts say that Lance might fall to 19 mm-hmm. or Mac Jones will fall to 19. Really? So if you, if you like those mm-hmm. quarterbacks, cause I'm all for getting quarterbacks on the cheap right now. Listen, that's I th- fine. I think yeah. there, I, I think there is a chance that they, they do fall back at, at some point. You run out of teams that are going to pick a first round quarterback yeah. and you have like, to see who all moves where. Like, every of, quarterback picked uh, real quick. Every quarterback picked is sitting a good player. Down the list, well, not the just number that one corner, too. The number one defensive end, yeah. the number one. Like yeah. we got, we got yeah. McShay talking about Zach Wilson could go two to the Jets. Well, what if the Jets p- 
miraculously trade Darnold and a buttload of picks for Deshaun Watson. Guess what? They're not picking at quarterback at two anymore. Yeah, right. It could be any. It could be the Texans at two. Yeah. I mean, we don't know. There's going to be so many dominoes that fall that yeah. these quarterbacks could fall. That we're sitting at like twenty five or six. So I'm hoping everybody takes a quarterback because I know we're not. Yeah. You know. For the Browns and teams in the twenties. Everybody in front of us yeah, pick, pick quarterbacks, quarterbacks boys. Yeah, yeah, pick quarterbacks. Well, you know, Washington <laughs> did something this year, and I know if we talk about the NFC East as bad as they were. But Washington did something this year that I never ever thought would ever be done. What we won a division on a one-legged quarterback? No, you won your division on one-legged quarterback plus switching every week. Oh yeah, we a went different I think quarterback. They, we went through four <laughs> you know, quarterbacks. The one-legged happen? quarterback only lost one game, That's and the guy two lost them all. We yeah. lost. We had, so. we had Dwayne. Then Kyle Allen, then he broke his ankle, yeah. and then we brought in Alex Smith, yeah. and then for the playoff game we had Taylor Heineke. Yeah, <laughs> so we had that's four what quarterbacks I'm rotating all the time. Fun fact for you as well: highest QBR against the Bucks in the playoffs was Taylor Heineke of wow. the Washington, Court, Washington the football team. Taylor Heineke, the legend. Now he had a ninety nine. I think it was a ninety three. Patrick Mahomes had like a fifteen. <laughs> wow. All right, uh, let's fi- let's finish these a couple of these up real quick. Uh, I, I guess I'm not going to do all the teams. Um, Probably just the ones that are like blaringly I, need a quarterback. Hey, I, how about this? We're done with that. Let's do one more. How about the Panthers? Everybody, watch the Panthers do real quick, and then we're going to move on to uh, bad picks and, and a couple mm-hmm. other news and notes. I think they're trading go for, first. Go, okay, Terry, let me go first. Go ahead. If you're go the ahead, Panthers Terry. GM, not what you want to okay. do as a Cowboys fan. If you're running the Panthers, Terry, I stay with Bridgewater, and I get me some more people on my offensive line to help. That's where I go. All right, Tom, because McCaffrey and all them are back. I'm, I'm with Terry on this. You got you got to have somebody around him. You know, you you can do are great things with people up? around him. The mm, second or third round, yeah, maybe second or third round. I might if they somebody there. Now, here's the thing, though: if six quarterbacks go in the first round, how confident do you feel about taking a guy in the second or third? Shouldn't that be more like a? And we probably better but wait to the be fourth okay. or fifth because no, I'm Russ, saying you better Russ, wait to the fourth Russell or fifth. Wilson was a because all the decent pick. ones are yeah. obviously. Yeah. Prescott was a fourth round pick. I mean, Tom Brady was Tom even Brady's later. A fifth round. Okay, pick. y'all have <laughs> named y'all have named three. I can name more first round picks that were bust than those three that well, were. You decent. Probably right. you, you probably Speaking right, of which, I have on my list right here pulled up. Now, I, Hunter, real quick, what would you do? Well, this is not what what I do. This is what You're I think. This is what I think he's going to do. Okay, how about that? David Tepper obviously inquired about Stafford. Exactly. He, he is inquiring everybody about a quarterback they're looking to trade. I seriously, Carson Wentz is going to either Carolina or he's going to Indianapolis. I'm telling you, I think that's that a Tepper is trying to make a splash. That's a mistake for. And if he doesn't, Carolina. guess what? I bet you he moves up and takes a quarterback. Yeah, He's there not, you go, Carolina. Go ahead and go get yeah, wins where somebody's going to pay the rest the of his money <laughs> for him to be with you, and he's not right. going to be no better with you than he was in Philadelphia. All right. Now, so if the guys that, you know, you think about first-round quarterbacks and, and the success they have, you, of course, you, we've named some guys that have had success, the Bradys, the Montanas. Well, Brady Montana combined um, have won 11 Super Bowls of the 55. Yeah. They weren't drafted so in the first round. <laughs> yeah. Bradshaw was drafted first overall. Troy Aitman was too. But let me give you the ones that everybody that was drafted first overall. Count the Super Bowls, Hunter. Say yes or no or somebody count for me. 1975, Atlanta Falcons, Steve Bartowski. Well, that'd be zero. But he was fun to watch. Yeah, huh. he was. Yeah. All right. 1983, eight years later, quarterbacks finally picked again. John Elway. Yeah, yeah he was pretty good. Yeah, he's I think he's decent. He's yeah. decent. Four years later, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers picked Vinny Testaverde. Uh, Two years later, the the Cowboys picked Troy Aitman. 
I think that one. I think that one worked out. All right, so we got two this one Super Bowl. So we're at five total Super Bowls. They really helped him out with Ammon and Mike. Oh, you talking about wins? I was talking. I was talking quarterback. That one. Okay, so just two. Yeah, Jeff George. He was Indianapolis Colts. Kept both teams in the game. Drew Bledsoe, Patriots. He was decent, but then he yeah. become not well. Tom Brady took Tom his Brady spot, so that's Bruins. all you guys. Peyton Manning, Colts. Oh yeah, he's good. Tim Brown, Brian, Tim Couch, Browns. Uh, no, didn't work. Michael Vick, Falcons. He was good. Could have been good. Get David Bowls. Carr, Texans. Uh, Carson uh, Palmer, Bengals. He had a good career, no Super Bowl. Eli Manning, Chargers. Yeah, he's pretty. He good. did what he had to do. That's three. Yeah. What are you talking about? That's four. Is it? Oh, Peyton, yeah. Peyton. That's four. Both Mannings. Alex Smith, San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah. Jamarcus Russell, Oakland. Ooh. Matthew Stafford has never won a playoff game. Yet. <laughs> and he just got traded for how many first-round picks? Yeah. yeah. That changes this year. Sam Bradford. Oh, that was Cam tough. Newton. Nope. Andrew Luck. What could Jameis Winston. Yeah. Jared Goff just got traded for the guy who's never won a playoff game in 11 years. But he made a Super Bowl three years ago. Baker Mayfield, Kyler Murray, Joe Burrow, and predicted Trevor Lawrence. Four, four. guys in 55 years were picked once, or no, well, 40 years, because there was didn't do Bradshaw in 1970. So in the last 50 years, yeah, only four but, guys but, has been but, picked one overall. But what you're and not, won a Super Bowl. But what you're, not, what, you, what you're not accounting yeah. for is it's so much more of a quarterback league than it was back in the 70s and 80s, Kevin, because back then people would take running backs. Oh, yeah. You know, people ran them split back sets. I just and counted. All that. I'm not accounting in anything. I'm Listen, just counting quarterbacks. Well, you just. You just yeah. Andrew <sighs> Luck, what could have been. Uh, what I'm saying, Tom, he, it's been he since presents, 19. He, he presents the evidence to support his conclusion. I didn't say any conclusion. Has, I just he read. Not, he doesn't account that people would attack his. So pieces. Eli Manning was the last one that was picked first overall and won the Super Bowl, and that was two thousand four. So sixteen years since we've we've had one that's won the Super Bowl. But well, who's picking number one overall? Bad teams, right? Bad organizations, right? Okay, so that that has a little something to do with it, right? So don't pick a quarterback. Tom, do you agree with this? I was listening to an interview this week. Kurt Warner. They asked Kurt Warner why there are so many bad teams in the NFL. And he said, it's because none of them have stability. He said, you'll have your eight good teams every year. And what happens? They give their coaches and quarterbacks time. And then if that doesn't work after a set amount of time, they're like, okay, now we'll try something new. The teams that are always at the bottom, the 16 to 20, the rest of them, Sure, we'll sign you to a five-year contract. Year one, you go like two and 14, See, fired. Like, yeah. Quarterback, fired. New quarterback, yeah. new quarterback, yeah. new quarterback. Yeah. You get those shirts like Cleveland and Washington has had over the years yeah. where you got more quarterbacks on your on there than wins in the past 10 years. And that's why I get I just get really angry when I get on the Browns fan page. Let's let's trade Baker Mayfield. Let's do this. It's like you just won a playoff game. But I'm just happy, and, I, and I just don't understand why owners and CEOs and presidents of these teams don't just see what a Hall of Fame and Super Bowl winning quarterback just said. You, you know is what? You don't give anybody time. But you know what you got to do too. You got to you got to you got to hit on your third and fourth round picks. Mm-hmm. You know you got to hit on those. Oh guys well, you got to hit on a lot of things. Yeah, but, there's but so you many hit moving on, you parts. Gotta, you got to hit on those because those guys come a little cheaper and if but they're with, contributing, you can pay somebody else because you can't sit here and. 
get a quarterback one year and then he stays with you two years and all of a sudden you fire your coach a new coach comes in that's not my guy mm-hmm. and all of a sudden he's, it da- he's out it's, it's a and, and, and he never has sides. time i think yeah. the eagles have ruined themselves for five years I really yeah, every I really, time you change quarterbacks, do. it's three to five years. Unless, yeah. you're, unless you're getting a free agent and yeah. your team is ready, like Brady, that's totally different. All right, to your point, Tom, I went back and looked at non-positional quarterbacks. Picking number one ends up in no good whatsoever. <laughs> so because it's a bad organization. Can't count these guys that have won a Super Bowl since 1974. We'll start 74 just to there. Ed Tuttle Jones. Okay. Uh, and then not until 1981, seven years later, George Rogers. That's two. We talked about the quarterbacks. I'm not even going to mention them. Russell Maryland, mm-hmm. three. Keyshawn, four. Not his original team, though. Mm-hmm. And that's it up until Eli Manning. So four before then. We're picked number one and won a Super Bowl. Oh, before Eli Manning, yeah. Now, since Eli Manning was drafted and won a Super Bowl, only one player has won a Super Bowl drafted number one overall. No. Eric Fisher. Yep. And he's not the quarterback. Mm-mm. He's a left tackle. But Kansas City Chiefs. Orlando Pace was also on the list as a champion, so the two, you got two left tackles on there. So pick number one all at all. Maybe we should just trade the number one. What do you think there? You could. Would I mean, Jacksonville not, honestly not be better as an organization? Like, if I'm playing a video game... And I could have the number one all pick and, and a quarterback, or I could trade the number to the back one spot and get three extra picks and a quarterback. Why wouldn't I do that? Meyer's not going to do that because he's a genius. <laughs> you, know I mean? you know what I'm saying? That's all I got to say. All right, guys, we're going to go ahead. Honey, you got one more? I was just going to say, you're Jacksonville. I'm calling Houston up. I'm saying I'll give you this number one overall pick for Deshaun Watson. Something I'm else. sure their phones have been ringing off the hook. All right, guys, uh, went a little long on that, but anyway, we're going to do this. We're going to end the in the segment with bad picks. We'll come back, and make a few funny comments, maybe, and then we got to we got to take we got all kinds of commercials to play, and then we got to talk racing today, Daytona in Florida. So here's bad picks on KTCBroadcasting.com. Dedicated to a fan out there who, who has $100 riding on it. That's not making the playoffs. And I would have definitely seen him have a drug test afterwards. With my $100, I win. No. Is it 100 $150. I tried to say 1000 Make the playoffs. <laughs> Bad pick. All right, let's do, the, let's do the picks. Terry, you may, Tom's got to go first, Terry. Yeah, Tom goes first. All right. <laughs> well, I'm, you know, I'm not going to talk Tom, I'm not gonna you talk go, about Didn't, you, you, didn't he promise he was picking Tom Brady no matter what? Yeah, I yeah, said. Did he yes. not? Now did you did. <laughs> I said that. You know, and I've, everything I've listened to, all the people are saying, all the people are saying. Can I talk to <laughs> Go ahead, Tom. That Kansas City's going to win this ballgame. But given the problems they have up front, I think that's going to be a problem. Okay, they're 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 healthy. Other than that, everybody's picking them. I picked against Tom Brady so many times. I'm not picking up against him this week. I think that Tampa Bay will find a way to win this ball game. Tampa Bay is going to find a way, and I think it's going to be lower scoring. I think it's going to be 24 to 20. <coughs> Terry, you can go now. Quit twiddling your thumbs. 
Oh, Let's hear your can nonsense I go now? and lie. Let's so, hear your nonsense and so, lies. So, Terry, now how do you feel? Up, how do you feel? Scared. Now, how do you feel after Tom put two minutes into pick of the bucks? How do you feel about that? It wasn't even close to two minutes. Started at the three. No, 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 no. And it's there's look. I don't know who tells bigger lies, you or, Hunter. or Terry. He started Which at one the tells three. bigger lies, Hunter? Which one's a bigger Terry. liar? He's still talking. No, he's still. <laughs> Terry choose. He started at you the guys three. Make, I've already made You my guys pick. make a Joseph Goebbels look like he tells the truth. Go, God. I cannot. You guys Goebbels. Go. See what I'm talking about? I can't even talk. Go ahead and talk. Go ahead talk. We're That's waiting on you. No. Your brain don't work fast enough. Mine, up, my pick was made last week, Tom. I didn't have to wait a whole week for me to make a pick. Tom Brady and them win forty-two to thirty-seven over Kansas. Good City. God! Can I, sl- I no defense? Almost said it again. Let me enter this in, uh, Richard. He's, he says, "Terry, I'm son. Forty-two, Take thirty-seven. Take the points, Tampa. Take the points. I might bet this week." So many things going on wrong with Kansas City. It's tough to win two, uh, Terry. I've got by the numbers, Tom Brady twenty-seven, Kansas City twenty-six, and Tom Brady, Brady gonna find a way. Brady tends to beat the good quarterbacks and lose to the sorry ones. Yeah. Bad picks. Chop on Chiefs Nation, chop on. It's hard to Kansas win Kansas City. It's hard, hard to, to win, win two in a row. It is. Ask the greatest show on turf, the St. Louis Rams. I know. That. When you look at this game, I understand that there's problems up front for Kansas City problem is Tampa Bay's got to ensure that they get home. If they don't get home and Mahomes can still pick you apart, I mean then, then there's your problem. So Tampa Bay's already at home. I'm talking about getting home to the quarterback. Oh, okay. That's but, what I thought I said. Listen, I'm taking the Chiefs. I Before the season started, I said I think the Chiefs can repeat. They're back here. What? Do, why would I pick against them at this point? I mean, they've only lost two games on the season now. Why would I mean, you this pick is against still, it? Because their offensive line's banged up, buddy. And they're facing I'm a still getting. Line. In his prime, Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, everybody that's a mismatch for the secondary of Tampa Bay. And a actual good defense. I know numbers-wise, but they're peaking at the right time a good defense in Kansas City. Like you said, they blanketed they the wide receivers yeah, and Stephon Diggs for the Bills. So, And I think in this moment, I'm trusting Andy Reid a little bit more than I'm trusting Bruce Aarons. A lot of talking going on over here, Terry. I'm Kansas telling you, <laughs> Well, I'm sorry that Tom had to try and correct himself when actually he said the same exact thing twice. I thought I, thought so, I, thought I, I mean, so, so I now, now, you, me now, now you both got me in a predicament. Where he cut me y'all, off. Y'all both jinx, y'all crossed each other's jinx out. Bad picks. Yeah, oh, yeah JP, I need your pick. Yo. Yeah. All right. 28-21 bucks. All right, so Hunter, you're the only man. man out. You got to feel good about it, though. All right, bad picks. Cheap zeros, and it's over. The Buccaneers have beaten the defending champion Chiefs, thirty-one to nine. The cannon firing from the end zone. Fireworks and confetti in the air. What a win for Tom Brady. What a historic figure. What a performance. Three touchdown passes, a flawless game, and the Buccaneers win it 31-9. to Wow. Wow is right.
5.03 to go. Someone has run on the court. field. Sometimes it's a brawl. It's Tom. And now yeah. he's not being yeah. chased. He's running down the middle of the 40. Yeah. Arms in the air and a victory salute. He's pulling down his pants. Put up your pants, my man. Pull up those <laughs> pants. He's being chased to the 30. He breaks a tackle from a security guard. The 20, down the middle, the 10, the 5. He slides at the 1, and they converge on him at the goal line. Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man. <laughs> right, and the players with there. hands on. <laughs> That may be the greatest piece of Super Bowl audio in Super Bowl history. Kevin Harlan with the streaker going down the down down the way. Uh, JP, come back in here a minute. I had I actually had the uh, your, your voice off on the on the video, so people can. I'm gonna get you in the in, in the break. Um, but um, so the the streaker. Did y'all hear the story about him? I heard that was fake. I I don't know if it is or not. Is it? I think it is. So what I've seen is that him he went and made a bet in Vegas. That was like twenty thousand dollars, and he would win almost four hundred grand. That a streaker would would come out during the Super Bowl. You could bet on if there'd be a streaker or not. He bet twenty grand on it. Him and his buddy went to the game. He had two tickets. His buddy, they said, ran on the field first to distract the security guards. He didn't run on the field. He was just running around on the grass on the sideline. And so while they're distracted, then he come running out across the field. And went down the field. And one of the funniest comments I saw was he honestly got within like five feet of Patrick Mahomes. Like really close. Wow. Mm-hmm. And so the best tweets of the night were, well, damn, the Chiefs are letting everybody get get, get close to Patrick Mahomes through their line. <laughs> even the even the streakers are coming. Those are the variations. Even the streakers are breaking through the Chiefs line tonight. <laughs> oh, <laughs> There's a guy in a bra running through the Chiefs line. Well, Be a man. I, I, that's one thing. <laughs> I, I hate to tell you, I told you so, but the JPP and Sue and those guys they had up front just yeah. manhandled, especially late in the game. Yeah, it was awful. I mean, I I felt sorry for Patrick Mahomes because yeah. he was doing everything that he could, and it was just like, oh gosh, here they come again with four guys. Terry, yes. they didn't need to blitz. I was like, here they come again. Here they come again. I just didn't think that. That they that they would just let Gronk just run wild. He just ran amok. He looked like he was twenty two years old out there again, yeah. Terry. I mean, he he had a great game. So, you know, uh, Andre, congratulations to your Chiefs. Yes. Did I want them to win? I mean, do your your Buccaneers? Did I want them to win? No. But eh, they won. The NFL so, got what they wanted. Yeah, the NFL got Tom Brady his seventh championship. Yeah. You know, totally discount the you know all the defense and everybody else that plays for the Bucks. Let's just give all the glory Is he to Tom Brady, the best <laughs> NFL player of all time. No, championship wise, he is. Athletically, no. All right, all right, JP. No. Let's go to a break. We'll be back in just a few minutes on KTCBroadcasting.com. Wouldn't it be nice if you could go look at an? Hey folks, we uh want to be clear here. Uh, we I didn't have the audio going on JP just a second ago, and um, I wanted to to, to re- redo the standings real quick to congratulate him because um, I don't know what you guys missed. Hunter came in last, thirty to twenty-seven, uh, picking Kansas City. Uh, Terry came in fourth, picking forty-two thirty-seven over uh, 
for Tampa, but he missed by 39 points. I came in fourth, missing by 29, 21 points, 27, 36. Tom came in second at 24 and 20, and um, he missed by 18. Tom, I mean, Tom came in second with 24 to 20. I was in third. And then, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, JP squat down here so you can get in the video. Children of all ages, JP is the champion. JP, you know, since you're here, and this is for Andre and everybody, we got to put your ring on. JP got the ring. JP is the ring bearer for today. He is the Super Bowl champion. Say go Bucks, JP. Yo ho ho, go Bucks. Well, he put his spin on it. All right, Andre, that's for you, buddy. Congratulations, JP. You're the Super Bowl champion, and uh, Hunter's going to resign now. We'll be back in a few minutes, KTC. On every purchase, Carolina Federal Credit Union's Visa credit card has no annual fee and rates starting as low as 10.9% APR. Apply for a credit card online at carolinafcu.org or stop by the Carolina Federal Credit Union drive through for an application. Join Carolina Federal Credit Union, where we treat you like family because you are. APR is the annual percentage rate. Rates are subject to change, and an actual rate will be determined based on credit score. Since 1986, Witherspoon Insurance Agency in Shelby has been serving families across Shelby and Cleveland County. And today, Wayne Witherspoon continues the tradition of bringing you the best insurance at the best possible price. With names like the Hartford, Safeco, Progressive, National General, and Travelers. Drop by the office today at 125 North Lafayette Street in Shelby and talk with one of their friendly hometown agents. Witherspoon Insurance Agency, your independent insurance agency since 1986. You're listening to the Wolfman Jack. I tell you, when I was a little kid, you know, I was I was brought up listening to Alan Freeman. Wolfman Jack. When I was just getting started, you know, the hip thing was to say, what's happening, Jack? You know, hey, Jack, what's going on? You know, so that was the hip slang, you know. So being a horror classic freak like I am, I chose the Wolfman because it was a very animal-sounding name and the name Jack because of the hip slang, you know, what's happening, Jack? Because Jack always knew what was happening. You understand me? <laughs> Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday mornings, 10 a.m. to 12 noon, on the balls. WHS Shelby, WLON, Lincoln, and online at kdcbroadcasting.com. And we're back on Saturday morning sports talk. I'm still trying to figure out how I won F over all the sports. Okay, cut JP off. Okay, can we can we yeah. can we move on? I'm still trying to figure out <laughs> how that happened. Oh, JP, I'm glad that you're He's in wonder. It's the same the same way people win I'm the lottery, JP. It does not take skill. It's luck. JP, I'm glad that you feel that way because some of us are getting ready to start looking for a new job after <laughs> this. So. <laughs> you realize I will be sitting at the table oh, with Lordy. headphones on doing absolutely nothing. Is that Tom Listen, in there? Hey, I, this is the only thing I got to say about it. Blind squirrel finds a nut every now and then. So, well, JP, you've won a couple of times, didn't you? Win last year's Super Bowl, or uh, that was college. It was one of them. Another one you've won. You're 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 the boss. You're the boss. Yeah, it here. was uh, the uh, semifinals of the last year. Okay. Yeah, you gave me five minutes on the show, and you were the mm. man, right? Mm. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All right, Daytona weekend, boys. Boogity, mm. boogity, boogity. Mm. Let's go racing in Daytona. We've got some sounds in just a few minutes from uh, some of the winners and races from this week's uh, races so far. Uh, the starting lineup. Uh, what do you need to complain about, Terry? The clash. 
Okay, go ahead. All right. Well, I deal with the class. I got so mad that when I found out it was a road course. These are people can laugh or do whatever. These are winners from last year. You have the next year to prepare for the class where you can make a lot of money. But then they're going to stick you on a dad burn road course. And if we was on podcast, I say a lot more. Was there but a we're dad not on burn in there? You know, but here we are, and there's some drivers out there who cannot drive a road course. They have no chance to win this thing. And when you got to the end, who's up there? Kyle Bush is decent, but he shouldn't have won. It was between the two best probably road racers that was up there at the front and Blaney and Elliott racing for the win, and all of a sudden they bump each other, and Kyle Bush gets the victory. Thank goodness, M&Ms and the whole crew, we win. We get a victory. But that that race is not good. That race is not good for Cole Custer. That race is not good for a lot of other guys who are not road course drivers. I mean, this is why you won from last year to have an opportunity to be in this class, and then they'll put it on a road course. I got a lot of things to say about that. NASCAR, you messed up. That is not how you do this. Give these guys who run this oval an opportunity. If it had been the regular Daytona, Cole Custer, every one of them would have had a chance right there at the end to win. But when you took that away from them, you got what you wanted. Your road course drivers were up at the front while all the other guys were left behind. And that's all I got to say. I said, NASCAR, you messed up. So the people, That's not how it happened. So the people with more skill won the race. Not with more skill. It's more that they have better road course drivers. These other guys are <laughs> so learning if how to do better road, they have more skill. No, they're not better. No, they're not. Terry, when you drove to work today, did you just turn left and just turn left and turn How you many races right has Elliott won? More road course drivers than he has the regular oval. That's because what's the, the problem? He can't race on the oval? That's, cause that's what all of them race on. Kevin. <laughs> What shows more skill, a road oh, course or, or or going fast turn left? Okay, Formula next year, one. next year, what we're gonna do? Since Cole Custer maybe might win a race this year, if he does, I hope he does. He is, he'll, he'll but that's race. what I'm saying. If he does, next year we're gonna put Bar said in the car for Bar him to said. run that road course for Cole Custer, and that's legit. He ought to be able to do that to have an opportunity to win. But yet, Terry. when the victory's won. By Boris Sayett, Cole Custer's going to get the victory and all the money. I, I, just, because I just don't of understand happened. why you're so upset about this. So, Terry. Um, <laughs> it's not right for all the drivers. Hold on, hold on. The duel. Was it on the road course? No, it was raced on a regular track. I agree. Okay, so. They haven't eliminated it. What <clears throat> no, what I'm saying is that what's the problem? There's a big difference in so, the so, problem. Oh, no, so, Tuesday they raced the road. Thursday they raced the oval. Sunday they'll race the oval, and then next Sunday they're racing the road. You know as well as I do, sitting right here today, Cole Custer, and I, I'm just picking him out for instance because All he right. ain't run the road courses. Let's just say he daggum uh, comes up Sunday and he's like finishes fifth or fourth. Well, the next weekend I guarantee he's not in the top fifteen because here we go back to that road course again because some drivers cannot race that. They're good, and they're going to be good on that oval. But when you put them on the road course, they're not going to be able to compete. So, they I, hope they finish up. Dale Earnhardt I Jr. Know, was the same way. I know what Terry's trying to argue here. Essentially, it almost wasn't a level playing field for everybody exactly. to compete at. It was set up to where if basically oh, the no, first no, no, race no. back, if you're a road course driver, guess what? Then you're more right. than likely going to win this race. Which is, which if is, you're not, then sorry, Elliot buddy. Elliot comes from the back on, to the on. front twice? 
But is he supposed to apologize for being a good driver? Like that's what I don't get. What y'all were saying? No, I'm not. On. I'm not saying he has to apologize. But at the same time, they the for the program, majority of the season they do race on an oval. Yeah, but you're, now right. they're now okay. you're basically yeah, yeah, tying yeah, yeah, one they're, hand. They're acting like one guy got a V6 and one's guy's got right. a V8. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's he like, breaks better than him, so right. it's unfair. It's, it's not the, fair. It's about that's breaking. Not fair. That's why you won last year. But Terry, put me on a course that I can drive <laughs> on, not a road course. Oh my make god, it, make it easy enough for me, and so I can compete. Put me on the but, regular Daytona hey, where the class is regularly So let's make the basketball go nine feet for me. So, so, I, so I can. Let play. me back this up. So, oh. on the mile and a half ovals, Terry, the Kevin Harvicks and the Danny Hamlins win all the races and the Joey Logano's. Do you have a problem with those? Yeah, that's what NASCAR was. There's a difference here. That's but, what NASCAR is. But it's the more, oval. But that's more unfair than what you're saying as far as having road course drivers drive it because the road course driver, it's a skill as opposed to. Hey, my aerodynamics and my and my my. I don't my think you understand what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. I'm saying this when I go to a drivers. road course. Right. I've got five or Anybody less drivers. Can win. And when I go to a Anybody road can course, win a road course, five or less drivers that's going to win this thing. If I put me on an oval like Daytona is with restrictor plates and no, everything, no, no restrictors. Everybody, I'm not talking restrictors. No, we're I'm playing talking, a class. I'm talking Charlotte in the. I'm talking in a regular race in Phoenix or Charlotte. We go in every weekend. And we know there's four guys that can win, and that's it. We know Cole Custer does not have a chance in hell of winning a Phoenix or a Coca-Cola 600. Car's he's, not good enough. He's got a chance to win a road course because he can drive. You can drive your way Co- to a Cole win Custer's in a road course. Cole not going to win at a road course. He would before he ever won a mile and a half. What's Kentucky? He has no chance. A mile. mile. Yeah. A little, bit no more, a little bit more, isn't it? They have no chance. Yeah. When, once they go to the non-restrictor plate what races, is it? they don't have a chance. Yeah, it is. There you go. It's an oval. But but he's right. As you as you get on the smaller oval, I think you know, like on the you know the, those courses, it opens it up a little bit more because I think Kevin makes a good point that once you get on the mile and a half, it's entirely yeah. unfair based on yeah. your car. So oh. the mile and a half, Terry, would you rather it be unfair based on you got a better car than me, you win the race, or would you be would you rather it be you're a better driver than me, you won the race? Would you rather it be? I would rather the driver it be where every driver has a chance. That's not a single race in NASCAR. That's not the road Talladeg. course. A road course, you're five guys or less. Terry, there's more guys that can win a race on a road course than a mile and a half. They're going to be maybe ten guys that knows they're going to finish in the top twelve. They cut out mile and a half. Okay, but I don't understand why. We're, I, I, I agree. I was there. Well, I'm more upset. You understand what I'm saying? I'm more, I would be more upset that you have an advantage because your car's better than me than you're well, a better right. driver than me. Right. Like, if we put Richard Petty in his car today, would he win a race? Okay, Think about that. Now, Kentucky, Not because he's 95 years old, but I'm talking about if you take Richard Petty or Dale Earnhardt, put him in that 43 right now, does that car win a race with those two driving? Maybe the Daytona or maybe Talladega, but that's it. Step back if you're at Daytona, uh, Dale might have a good darn shot. He might have a shot. They That's have, what you're saying. They have, they, they have various configurations at Kentucky, but it's listing it as a mile and a half, but I thought it was uh, shorter. There you go. Cole Custer won a mile and a half. <laughs> See, but I thought it was Didn't, shorter wait a minute. than that. Was that the one everybody wrecked? Or, or no, he made that, no, he made that great move to the outside up in the very <laughs> top lane to pass they everybody. Like four guys the leaders wrecked before that? You know, no, something no for he him had to passed win. every one of them at the top. There then they something. had to wreck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, here's the here's the starting lineups and, and race times for, for this weekend. Uh, today and tomorrow, both races on, on KTC WCSL, if you're listening on the radio, it's on this channel, are at 1.30 starts, okay? 
If you want to know when everything else is, Menards qualifies at 8.30 this morning. Well, it's 9.45, so 10.40 is qualifying for the Xfinity. Uh, Cup Series final practice is, t- is today at noon. 1.30 is the Xfinity race. Uh, no, no, 1.30 is the uh, truck race. Uh, the Xfinity race is at 5 o'clock tonight. Tomorrow, 2.30 is the start of the race. Coverage on KTC starts at 1.30. Let's play some audio here. I'm, I'm going to have to run through my bad picks here. Let's see. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. We're going to play uh, I want to play a little audio for you folks. Now, this is covering um, We're talk- what this is. It's, going, it's, 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 a, it's a couple interviews. We've got Al Marola. We've got Austin Dillon. We've got Denny Hamlin. And then we've also... Uh, let's see. Got um, one minute races, uh, um, wrap ups from the races. Uh, so that's kind of talking about everybody. I, I do need to pull up Hunter in the future, and I'm I I want to look at I want to bring it up because I think it's better than what they send us is kind of the the wrap up of the race. You ever seen the the radioactive? Either one of you, any of y'all heard that? Mm-hmm. So they take the they take the um mm-hmm. the radio calls from the guys between the drivers and stuff, and they mash it up right, into, right, a, right. into a, a highlight. That one's only about two minutes long. In the future, I'm going to pull that up. Totally forgot about this week because they send us stuff too, and I can pick and choose what to do. Um, but I think we're going to do that one. T- tell me one more time what time it starts tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow's race starts at 2.30. And when's the coverage on? one thirty on the radio uh, for KTC. Um, all right, so this is the basically uh, – some NASCAR audio. We'll be back in a few minutes on this and to talk, finish up and do our picks. The 2021 NASCAR season kicked off at Daytona International Speedway with the Bush Clash. For the first time, the annual exhibition race was held on the historic 14-turn road course. The Motor Racing Network had flag-to-flag coverage of the season opener. Kyle Busch was running third on the final lap, but managed to win after two drivers made contact coming into the checkered flag. Green flag is in the air, and the Bush Clash of 2021 is underway. Martin Truex Jr. has tracked down Denny Hamlin. They were side-by-side through the dog legs, side-by-side through five, side-by-side through six. Crossover. Hamlin swings wide. Truex back to the bottom. Truex will grab to the lead. Martin Truex Jr. leads, and now gets out of shape at the exit of the bus stop. Spins out of lead into the outside wall at the exit of the bus stop. Hard contact for race leader Martin Truex Jr. They come now into turn number five. It's going to be Blaney. He's going to outbreak Elliott into five, and Blaney goes to the lead. Coming to the checkered flag, and it is not over yet. Ryan Blaney by just a car length over Chase Elliott. Back to the chicane for the final time. This will decide it. They're side by side. Elliott to the inside of Blaney. They make contact, and around goes Ryan. Chase Elliott will get away. Kyle Busch now to the inside. It's a drag race back to the checkered flag, and the winner will be Kyle Busch. The 2021 NASCAR season continued at Daytona International Speedway with a blue-green vacations duel at Daytona. Thursday evening's duel once again played its role in setting the lineup for the Daytona 500. The Motor Racing Network had flag-to-flag coverage, and by virtue of winning their respective races, Eric Almirola and Austin Dillon positioned themselves in the second row for the 63rd running of the Great American Race. 
The NASCAR Cup Series will race again this Sunday at Daytona with the Daytona 500. Motor Racing Network will have coverage starting at 1.30 Eastern on ktcbroadcasting.com, WCSL 1590 AM, and 92.3 FM. Waiting for the green flag to go in the air here at the Daytona International Speedway. It does, and we are underway. Austin Sendrick busted for speeding on pit road. That will hurt his chances to race his way into the Daytona 500. Checkered flag in the air, and Eric Almarola will win Blue Green Vacations duel number one. Green flag is in the air, and we're racing again at Daytona. Brad Keselowski slides up. Oh, we got trouble. Chase Briscoe gets tagged. He spins down the back straightaway. A couple of other cars spin, taking evasive action. There will be 20 laps to go in duel number two. Green flag back in the air. Oh, they're, they're wrecking further back behind them. Blaney goes to the bottom. Three, four cars involved. Hard shot for William Byron. Here comes Austin Dillon. He'll cross over, dives down to the inside, racing back to the checkered flag. They make contact, but Dillon will take the win, taking it away from Bubba Wallace. Eric Almarola was asked, how important is it to get off to a quick start at the beginning of the season? The biggest of all of that is the Daytona 500. You know, I think at at um, at some level, all the other races don't really matter um, when you are going to Daytona to get up, get ready for the Daytona 500. That's the crown jewel event. It's the race that everybody wants to win. Um, we've been so close on on several occasions, and um, I want that Harley Darrell Trophy really, really bad. So. Um, that's, that's our goal. That's our focus as we, we head to Daytona and all the other races are kind of secondary for sure. Austin Dillon was asked, what does it feel like to be a past Daytona 500 winner? feels really good. You know, I'd like to be on that list of two, two time Daytona 500 champion. I think I got, um, some great Daytona 500s left in me, hopefully. So I'd like to get another one and, uh, you know, what, how special it is to accomplish that goal. It kind of sets you up for the rest of the year, really. And it's uh, it's the first one, so uh, yeah, I'd like I'd like to to go back and and catch another one. Denny Hamlin was asked, "How would a win this year for a third straight time be different than the others?" Well, it's history from my standpoint. It's it's something that's never been done. Um, I, you know, I I always think you know I can't believe that I've won three, but also can't believe all the ones that I've let slip away in the last eight years <laughs> many times where I've controlled that final restart and, and not won. It's just been, uh, it's been amazing that the run really in the last probably seven, eight years that we've had, uh, at the Daytona 500. So, you know, this one obviously would be special if I could win for many reasons, but mostly the history part of it, knowing that no one else has done it. Hello, this is Milton Baker inviting you to listen to NASCAR Racing right here on WCSL, 1590 AM, 92.3 FM, and ktcbroadcasting.com. Guys, welcome back to the broadcast. Uh, so on, on the one spot, Alex Bowman on the pole, William Byron uh, in the two spot. Uh, Byron may have to go to the back of the field. Bowman has qualified on the front row four straight times. Aaron Marola is in the three, Dylan in four, of course, for winning those. Bell qualified the high spot fifth, Bubba Wallace sixth, Ryan Newman, Kevin Harvick, Logano, Kyle Busch, and Ryan Priest on the top 11. Chase Elliott, 12th. Uh, give you guys some uh, info. Danny Danny is the odds-on winner at 8-1. to one. 
Uh, everyone, uh, three drivers are at ten to one: Chase Elliott, Logano, and Blaney. Uh, no drivers won three consecutive uh, 500s. The only one to win back to back were Richard Petty, Kel Yarborough, and Sterling Marlin. Uh, tickets they are selling some tickets. Do uh, do do winners in the field: Denny Hamlin, Kurt Busch, Austin Dillon, Kevin Harvick, Ryan Newman, Jamie McMurray, and Joey Logano. Of course, Hamlin's won three of these. Uh, Super Speedway rules package will be in effect for the Daytona 500. NASCAR and made some changes to the package last year, in, including elimination of the aero ducks. They also went through some below the yellow line uh, passing uh, sessions to, to, to fuss with the guys about doing that. Truex, Blaney, Bubba Wallace, and Kyle Busch have all finished runner-up at the Daytona 500 have yet to win. Uh, 25-year anniversary of Jeff Gordon winning his first. Tony Stewart has mo- led the most laps at the 500 without a win, 299. Kyle Busch is second to Stewart with 296, Terry, so he could pass Tony this weekend with the most laps led ever without winning it. All right, so there's your there's your setup. Hunter, mm. you got any feels? This is, the of course, this is the week where anybody like Terry says anybody can win. Terry, would you like every race to be restrictor plate racing? Yes. Okay. See, that, 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 sent, that answers... All of his complaints. So anything else Terry complains about, if you will go by that right there, that's fine. Some Why? people like feel like, I don't see anything's wrong Everybody with it. Everybody should have That's what you like. Um, how, <laughs> <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever's in 19th should be able to win the race on the last lap. That's why you race. <laughs> that's a lot of laps wasted, though, ain't it, Terry? About I mean, 200. You, you waste know, about 200 laps. How, how, how good would the final 16 be if everybody out there had an opportunity? And no matter what road course you're on, no matter how much of a distance it was, but we all had an opportunity. Mm-hmm. That's what it's about. That's what's why more, you race. What's, what's a more American than opportunity for all? Yeah. What, what um, all right, so who's y'all's favorites? Do y'all have a favorite? Who you want to win? Who do you think might win? Huh? Well, I want Kyle to win. But he already won the other night. Larson? Bush. Now, Larson is back. Yeah. I want Kyle Bush to win. Of course, he won the other night. I was on the road course. He usually, he, and he's probably one of the more consistent drivers on the field of any of them, outside of the name like Denny, his teammate, and Harvick. Out other than those, those three right there: Harvick, Hamlin, and Kyle Busch. Not Kurt, even though Kurt's very good too. I think they might be the most consistent of your drivers that, that we've seen in a long time. You're pulling for Kyle Busch. I've always pulled He's for always Kyle Busch. Pulled for Kyle Busch. Why, why, why do I have a disconnect there? I do, do. I've really, never heard that in my life. I've never heard that. I yeah, just, he's always. What, what are we talking about? It's on my board. Yeah, is he's it? always. It's on my that. board of teams. Uh, he's not an Hunter. ardent supporter right, like Terry. Hunter, right, Terry. They never pay attention to what you say. Right. Terry, who right. you want to win? And who's going to win? Uh, Kyle Busch and Kyle Busch. Tom, I would like to see Cole Custer win, but I don't think he will. I would like to see that too. I would like to see Cole Custer win, but. I think you just want some cold custard to come in here. At some I, yes, point. I do. I, I, I want to lean towards Hamlin or Truex. Well, now that I, Jimmy's I, not there, I'm pulling for chaos every week. I just want Rex fires, Terry complaining. I'm pulling for all that. I just want nothing but fun, chaos, go, craziness. I'm going to go. Not that I want him to win, but I just got. You think Truex. he's going to win? Truex is going to win. Is that just not what you got these days? Never mind. It would be huge. <laughs> Bubba Wallace Truex, won. Hamlin, Truex. And Custer kind of run through my mind. It'd be between huge, Hamlin and Truex. It's going to be a huge story if Bubba Wallace wins. How about I'm pulling like crazy from Ryan Newman? Pull it, pull it out after sliding after about dying last year. 
Yeah, that would be good. Let's get uh, that. That's the one to pull for. That's the, that's uh, some people be pulling for Kyle Larson uh, to make a win. He, he was Hendrix. the one suspended for a stupid yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's driving the number five Hendricks car. Um, Alex Bowman, I'm going to pull for his crew chief to miss a bolt every pit stop in the 48 this year. Well, hopefully Kyle Larson <laughs> has learned to keep his mouth closed yes. and watch what he says because people are listening to you and don't think say anything stupid like well, that. Well, his thing, what was he racing? Outlaws last year, whenever he couldn't race. <laughs> he won about every day. Yeah, he won about every race. He was in so, whatever he was. I think he's going to come out with a vengeance. Yeah, he's got talent, but I right. tell you what. He's in a Hendrix what. car, too. And it's uh, funny it's, to think, though, like, between me and Terry both choosing Kyle, and you talking about both Denny and Truex, it just seems to me that, once again, JGR is almost as dominant as Harvick's back is carrying those Ford teams. Terry, what about Eric Jones pulling one off this week in the 43 car? Um, he kind of ended up getting, like, pushed back, and it seems like Richard Petty's getting a younger, better driver than they normally than they normally sign that's had some experience already. Like when they signed Bubba, he really really wasn't that experienced. And and I'm not saying they're not going to win a lot of any races like the like the mile and a half you talk about not having a chance. Richard Petty don't have a chance to win any race, but two, Daytona, Talladega, and uh, I think it'd be I, I just can't wait to see the 43 back in victory lane at some point. It just it would be great. Yeah, and I'm not taking anything away from Bubba. I think Bubba is good on restrictor plate racing. Mm-hmm. I think he runs good there in uh, Talladega. I don't think he's a road course driver. I mean, you know, that's like we're talking about. Everybody's got to learn. But when you get Eric Jones, Eric Jones has won in everything. Mm-hmm. He can win road courses, the ovals, whatever you're running. So to me, I think Petty might have made a step up. But now, don't get me wrong. I think Wallace going to Michael Jordan and Denny Hamlin with their new car, they did run good right. down there, you know, when they was racing. But, uh, you know, yeah, I think uh, Petty Crew might have made a step up. Um, what about Ryan Priest? In the Brad Daugherty racing team, they qualified 11th. Mm-hmm. You know, I pull for any of these non-big names to win the Daytona 500 because not only do they get, you know, the the, payday. the fame for it, yeah. it's the payday for mm-hmm. these guys, which is so much. Like, could could Cole Custers and Ryan Priest and Bud Wallace not use that payday way more than Denny yeah. Hamlin and Probably. those guys? Oh, 100%. Everywhere. And I'm going to tell you something else. Uh, Brad Daugherty's been an elite for NASCAR. Mm-hmm. As soon as he's come in, he's a cool, mild, gentle man who loves the sport of racing, you know, and I love to hear him talk when he, you know, when they're talking. So, All right. Uh, well, Keslin, nobody said about Brad Keselowski today. He's at 24th, Hamlin 25th, but, you know, you never know. You see, one of you mentioned Truex. He's in 26th. Cole Custer you never in 27th. In oval races a mile and a half or more, ever take Keselowski and Logano out of it. I don't like neither one of them, yeah. <laughs> but they're going to be there. They both can race. All right, guys. Uh Real quick, I want to take you out on, on, on this commercial break. I'm going to show you. I want to congratulate um, here, guys, if y'all guys hadn't seen it. Uh, Coach Gene Bowles and the gang for Cleveland Community College uh, picked up their first win, their first game of the year. How about that? Uh, this year, got you know they dumped the bucket on them. They started off 1-0, and I told him, I said, you should quit right now. Undefeated. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> You'd be the only coach in school history that. Undefeated. It's all right, Gene. Just bring the ball. We'll have you sign it and you quit. <laughs> Undefeated. But uh, what you're watching here for the folks uh, watching online, this is they were down nine to one in a game and come back and won eleven to nine. And this is Coach Bowles celebrating in the local, what I'm guessing is a very cold uh, pond. Is it Deerbrook? Yeah. 
No, this is on the road. This is a Florida. They were at Darlington. Florence Darlington is the name Took of the them a school. while to get going out in that cold, Tom. Well, so he gets right here and he pauses. <laughs> so watch him. He thinks like, do I really want to do this? And then he di- then he dips. Pause. Oof. <laughs> Once you're in there, you might as well go yeah, get totally good wet. Now. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> but you know, uh, outstanding. Uh, congratulations to the to the team. There's a, uh, I got it on repeat. And he paused. Yeah. He paused. He thought about it. You know, went right through his mind. You can tell. I mean, you're already halfway there. Might as well go down. So, so uh, you know, this reminds me up in Boone Hunter. Um, we we they have a charity event every year, and right below the football field is a little pond. It's called Duck Pond because uh-huh. you know tons of ducks, whatever. That's where they chill. That's where also where the goalposts get stoned when we win. Hmm. So it's they re- need to rename it Goalpost Pond. Uh, it's too much. Too we much. started that. No, no. Too much. Um, but Duck it, Pond. Just flows, but nice. they do have a up in up in Boone. Uh, it's called the Polar Plunge Charity Event, and all those sororities and fraternities and clubs and teams. And, and it's I'm talking half the school surrounds this this pond, and people just die, jump in the water, and it's cold as cold can be. Uh, so Gina, that pond, I don't see any ice cubes in that pond, so it's not as cold as Boone. So we got to get you a colder pond to get into. But congratulations uh, on that, and uh, cumic the Yetis with their first wins. We're going to be having their broadcast March 6th from Far City on KTC Broadcast and YouTube. All right, JP, it's time for a break. Did you say? I was, the only thing I was going to say is, hey, give them a lot of credit. You're down 9-1. to one. You probably think the game's over, right. but they didn't quit. Outstanding. There you go. All right, guys, we'll be back in a few minutes. KTCBroadcasting.com. When is being different a good thing? Well, at Friendship Jeep Dodge Ram in Forest City, our customers say we're different. Look at our Google reviews. They say we're different, too. We have the region's only non-commissioned sales force. We use no-haggle, clear-choice pricing, and we have the only lifetime warranty with no time or mileage limits. When our customers leave, they say, that was a great experience. And that's where we're most different. That's Friendship Jeep Dodge Ram, and we're located in Forest City. Matt, I love our customers, and I want to spoil them this Valentine's Day. Hey, you guys, it's Jennifer here with Matt at Wright's Jewelry in Falston. Yeah, what do you think about a one-stop shop experience? Oh, you're the best. That's exactly what I thought about. Let's do a box of chocolates for every purchase of $100 or more. Hey, maybe a box of chocolates and six long stem red roses for a purchase of $300 or more? Absolutely. But let's raise the bar. For all purchases of $500 or more, I'll throw in a box of chocolates and, of course, a dozen long-stemmed red roses. That's right. W-R-I-G-H-T. But they better hurry while supplies last. Voted best of the best jewelry store 2024 reason. See you guys soon. Offer runs from February 9th through 13th. Hendrick Appliance and Mattress Center in Shelby has just received a big new shipment of scratch and dent refrigerators. Yes, these hard-to-find refrigerators are now in stock in Shelby at Hendrick Appliance and Mattress Center. And a great selection to choose from. Some with French doors, side-by-sides, and top-mounted Samsung refrigerators. See them today at Hendrick Appliance and Mattress Center, 1241 East Dixon Boulevard in Shelby, online at HendrickAppliance.com, and see their page at WhatsUpShopper.com. It's a destination place. It's the new Sammy's Restaurant and Pub of Dallas. It's time to go. 
six ounce filet mignon, $21.99. Eight ounce filet mignon, $26.99. And big 14 ounce ribeyes are $21.99. Plus chicken wings all day, every day. And every Tuesday is Taco Tuesday. With classic margaritas for $5. Corona or Corona Light, $3. Patron Silver is $7. And enjoy Sammy's Brunch each and every Sunday. Sammy's Restaurant and Pub in Dallas, 130 West Trade Street in Dallas. Call 704-215-7461. Like them on Facebook, too. All Ray Tire in Shelby and All Ray Tire in Cherryville are moving together to bring you the best deals possible on your set of new tires. Now, for a limited time, buy any set of four new Nitto, Toyo, Pirelli, Cooper, or Nexon Passenger or light truck tires and get up to a $70 MasterCard prepaid card. Coming out for all the details, that's All Ray Tire. Located at 401 East Main Street in Cherryville and All Ray Tire at 327 West Dixon Boulevard in Shelby. Check out the $1 section at the Falston Pharmacy and Medical Center Pharmacy in Cherryville. There are many brand new items at the Falston Pharmacy location. And don't forget, at both locations, you can use their convenient drive through window. You can even get your over-the-counter items through the drive through And they have vitamins including C and D and zinc to help fight off the virus. And remember, the grill is open at the Medical Center Pharmacy in Cherryville. Get your flu shots, too, at the Boston Pharmacy, Highway 18 North in Boston, and Medical Center Pharmacy, East Academy Street in Cherryville. And we're back on Saturday Morning Sports Talk with Kevin and the guys. All right. All right, welcome back to the broadcast. Hey, now. I want to remind everybody, Friendship Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, sponsoring Saturday Morning Sports Talk. They're at 190 Oak Street Extension in Forest City, North Carolina. Call them, 828-919-3001. Friendship Nissan, 156 Oak Street Extension, Forest City, North Carolina, 828-245-1661. Thank you, Friendship, for making Saturday morning sports talk possible. All right, Tom wanted to mention a couple of things uh, today. If you want to talk a little college basketball, uh, Duke uh, gets beat by North Carolina on Saturday here on WCSL. And what I said was might be the most important game the two have ever played against each other because somebody's getting eliminated and Duke is out. Uh, before the season, Coach K wanted every team in college basketball to make the playoffs. Is this is that is that starting to make sense now? Um, will he sprain an ankle this week or an ACL? Um, here's the last four in, first four out. VCU, Stanford, Oregon, and Colorado State in. First four out, UConn, St. Louis, Richmond, Western Kentucky. Next four out, Penn State, Maryland, Syracuse and St. John's. Um, so you're saying Duke is in? I'm no. looking. Okay. Syracuse is in. Well, no, one of the four out. Duke if, is not in the list. They got mm, Carolina as a 10 seed. And wow. Duke is not 12 and six. in the playoffs. The Big Ten might have about nine teams get in. Right now it's got Big Ten, nine, Big 12, seven, SEC, ACC, six, Pac-12, five, Mountain West and Big East, four, West Coast, Missouri, and an A-10 with can can we, can we talk about Ohio State, third in the country? I know you wanted to that? mention that. Um, Winning some big games on now, the road, going now, to Iowa, beating them on the road. Today's not a big basketball day, Tom, I know, because we've got Daytona 500 and, and Super Bowl wrap-up. But we got we got till, we got till March to get into all that. But, but Ohio State is, on this, a one seed, along with Michigan, a one seed. They have to play each other, I think. Here. Baylor, can't beat Michigan. Baylor can't beat Michigan. and Gonzaga are the other one seeds. Um Hunter, is Carolina going to make a miracle run from the 10 spot? No. <laughs> okay. No, but think. it will be nice to see that they make the tournament. Sometimes you got to have just moral victories. I mean, you could possibly get a good matchup in the first round, depending on who they match you up with. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and, and this it is turns not out playing to be Florida. Um, I haven't seen much of Florida this and year. And the winner would get Villanova. Well, they won't fall well, that would No matter. I'd, you look at that kind of bracket, and it's like no matter really who comes out of that, if you're matching up against Nova in the next round, it's going to be a hard-fought yeah. matchup. Then Villanova will probably win. But was it weird seeing uh, Carolina fans storm the streets of Chapel yeah, Hill how about after beating that? an unranked team? You beat an unranked no. Duke team. Good job, Carolina. Still, you still beat Duke. Congratulations, still, well, Terry. I'm glad well. that you don't understand what a rivalry is. Yeah. But. What? Yeah, I don't understand that rivalry. But <laughs> okay. anyway, don't get me wrong. That is a good rivalry if you go head-to-head in competition and how many times they play. That's all that it point is. Spread. That's what it but is. But last Saturday was not the biggest thing. I'm going to tell you stuff that bothers me is when they this take video. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. When you take a video of what was happening out there and you see Sharp and a few other guys on their team Sharp, almost a starter, but they don't have mask on. I think the game Monday should have been a forfeit. I think Miami should have won by forfeit because you really made yourself ineligible to play Monday against Miami. So you should have got an L for that game because you did it. Miami did not do it to you. So that's major. But, I mean, you're, you're going to be okay, Hunter, because you all fall to 12-7 and seven after today because you will lose to Virginia. You know, so you're gonna be twelve and seven. You should be twelve and eight if they gave so your you statement. Shoulda, coulda, didn't. It wasn't a forfeit. It was just a postponement. I know. There's a lot of that. So that I mean, that I feel but like you did I feel like yourself. people do that all over the country, and just because it's the University of North Carolina, I think you want to blow that one yep. up. But it is what it is. So we'll take this postponement. We'll play hard against Virginia today, but Virginia's known to play great defense. So. If we win, great. If we don't win, guess what? Then people like Terry who already count us out before we get on the court. It's like, hey, what was the point then? So uh, I'm looking forward though as, as, we're, as we're, we're getting closer and closer <laughs> though to March Madness, and I'm just uh, I'm just hoping that we're still on track to have it. That's all. No, I here's want. A, I, that's all I want is to have it. Think of on your end. How would people today? And Tom, you can be on this, Kevin. Kansas, yeah, they're gonna make it. Carolina, gonna make it, but. If you take the other team, Kentucky, not no, making it. Duke, no. not Duke. making it. Unless Duke makes a run now. They're, what, eight and seven? Eight I thought they were nine. under 500. Yeah, they were one game under seven and eight. Seven what and they are. Eight. Yeah, seven mm-hmm. and eight. You know, if State could beat them today, that'd make them seven and nine. Then you'd probably start thinking, okay, y'all done. But they, they'll probably beat Think State. About Wait it. and see. There's like five Blue Bloods Kansas, Kentucky, North Carolina, Duke, Michigan State, UCLA. Also. Michigan State's Michigan way State, down there. Blue Blood, but they're green. I'm just saying, two of those five of the Blue Bloods are on track to make it because I don't think UCLA will make it either. And if UCLA's I, always been a very good If I'm on a committee program. and a team like North Carolina or Duke's on the bubble who's in there every year, I'm kicking them out. And letting a team that's in that's See, that that's deserve, what that you would, that's that's what you happen. would think they'd want to do. No, but no, no, I said that's what I that's would what, do. Yeah, that's what because, you because would do. I would say, well, you know, of course, you guys, Kevin. you guys have been in the tournament for thirty straight years. Why don't we let Creighton play in this ten spot instead of North Carolina? Of course, Kevin, that, that does makes not way surprise me. That I does not. Well, let's award the that team that came in second as opposed to number seven in the ACC. Can no, I throw something else out there? They want the ratings from the larger fan base. We got that much time. That's what I'm saying. Well, here's another grab about. Now, isn't the Final Four, and I mean, the whole tournament going to play in Indianapolis? Yes. Mm-hmm. Here is the uh, Big Ten teams who, oh, we're going to cancel playing in Chicago. We're going to move our d- uh, tournament to Indianapolis. Like, is that not a bump in the road? You do, yeah. you, you do realize those are border states. <sighs> 
I do not care, Tom. You was going to have an issue. University of Illinois is that's in not the, big the point. That's not the point, Tom. You do realize you moved your tournament over there, just moving it to Indianapolis, so you so can be you better have a prepared field. Yeah, and have a where field we're gonna for play. where we're going to play. Yeah, that's but, why you did it, Tom. So but, the Big Ten do, always do, does stuff to help y'all out. Oh, like the other conferences, though. Like the in the uh, college football thing, you gave yourself opportunity like, like north carolina doesn't invent classes to give p- kids a's to make sure that <laughs> well they that's play carolina basketball. state like, doesn't like do that. like other schools don't do. like that's why state was being investigated yeah, by let's the FBI. not let's not look into <laughs> right. ohio state's yeah, past I mean, investigations yeah. nc state does not create fake classes they just pay them straight up under the table that's from right. adidas that's it, right. let's, let's, get, let's get it give the man <laughs> straight money get the facts straight well, well, no don't, don't sit over there and act like ohio state is the highest of morality in the country. Oh, yeah. We had tattoos one year and had to forfeit a bowl game. Yeah, that that, that makes a whole lot of sense. <laughs> it's not act like y'all Chase ain't got Young. nothing that's Chase underneath Young the table. buys his girlfriend a plane t- or got somebody to buy his girlfriend a plane ticket, and they suspended him two games. So moral. Ohio State thing is at, held to a higher standard than anybody The most else. egregious thing that ever came out of Ohio State was their quarterbacks. All right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Real quick, NBA LaMelo scoring. Everybody's excited about him leading the rookies in scoring at 14.6 points a game. But again, I like to point out when you're the best smelling turd in the toilet bowl, you're still a turd. Uh, 14.6 game, Terry. In the past 20 years, 20 years, he would not be leading anyone, any rookie class in scoring. The season's not over. He Tom, wasn't starting. Are you saying he's going to bump his average the up to 20 not over. a game? The season's not over. That's true. It could He's go lower. Be starting. It could go He's going to score more points. Tom. He, he got beat seven. last night by one, by, yeah. the, by the number one pick. Yeah, but they won the game. Well, calls Terry Rozier had 41 points or 39 points. I'm not saying All he's right. the best so player on the team. Last year, Terry Rozier well, you was should a, if you're the number two pick or three pick. LaMelo's not your face of your franchise down there. Rozier and Hayward are the guys who lead that team. Uh, it's not ball. Mm. Mm. Tell him I've got to get off of this. I'm sorry, Coach. I, I've got to get off in like one, two minutes. Um, I, and let, I, crap. Uh, Terry Rozier was drafted uh, 16th overall, Tom. Is he supposed to be better than LaMelo Ball? I mean, you. He's, they're both first-round picks. They're both playing well. Terry, Why last year, be? Zion Williamson, because it's comparative. Like, if think about it. If he was last year, he would be the fifth-leading scorer. Not first. Yeah, but he, fifth. But but he has helped the. If franchise. he was the year before, he would be well, six. The year before, he would be six. Creating thing. I mean, it's just like I'm not. I'm. I not got a fat head of him up on my wall or anything. Kevin. It sounds you like probably it's, do. it's just you guys I'm are such facts. haters. You guys are still such make haters. Wait, wait, time out, time out. Hold on, hold on, hold on, honey. Tom. Have you said me one time? Have you heard me one time say he's a bad player or he sucks? You insinuate that. See, you and the you and the liberals. Like to read into what people say so instead I of what like, I actually say. You, like you never read into. I so said, if I read into something, all of a sudden that that determines my political ideology. I didn't say now. no. I said that's I, how people act. I mean, we did just get <laughs> finished say, hearing you say he's the best smelling turd in a toilet bowl. Right, right. Yeah. That's right, not yeah, a very I mean, high compliment. But it was a compliment. Thank you, Hunter. Thank you. But Hunter. it was a compliment. No, it's not a compliment. How is that? Not, I said you're the best smelling. When you say that you're the tallest midget, that's not a compliment. Uh, how is that not a tall? That's not compliment. a compliment. I don't get it. You See know what I mean? Do you, know you know Manute then, Bowl's nickname was Tiny in his village? That's a fact. I didn't make that up. Fact. 
tiny. Mr. Facts seven over foot here. Seven. Mr. Facts. All right, fact is, last year he would have been fifth. The year before, sixth. Sixth, second, third, second, second, third, second, third, sixth, fifth. Going back 20 years, he would have never led a single player league team in scoring. Here's the fuck. Last year it was 22 a game. Terrence down eight points is 14.6. That's Zion Williamson. Luka Doncic was picked third. He averaged 21 his rookie year. He's averaging 14. Donald Mitchell, who Shaq's a big fan of, averaged 20 his rookie year. Joe Embiid, 20 points. Carl Anthony Towns, 18. Wiggins, 17. Do you know that Andrew Wiggins, in his career, Hunter, is averaging more points than Kawhi Leonard and Clay Thompson? That's not surprise me. Most places he's you gone to. You bet that on anybody on the street. Like most They're places make he's gone bet. to. There's no way. Oh, he right, was, he was, with, the, he was with the Timberwolves for so long, and he was the only guy. When mm-hmm. Kawhi was first there, he wasn't quite the only guy in San Antonio. <laughs> Michael Carter-Williams, 16.7. That's where LaMelo, that's his range, Terry. I'm going to read the people in the low teens. You say if he's more of that or Zion Williamson. Uh, ben Gordon, 16.1. Nah, yeah, he's okay. OJ man. Mayo, 18. Michael Carter Williams, 16. And, and those are the ranges. Now, yeah. Mark Jackson's the number one on that. <laughs> Folks, that's not the, the great Mark Jackson. That's Mark Jackson, as in the seven footer who averaged 13 a game, and that was his best year, was his rookie year. I'm not saying he's bad. I'm saying let's pump the brakes on putting a, a, a Hall of Fame jersey on him. Yeah. I'm putting not a, putting no Hall putting of Fame goat, jersey on him. Putting a goat him. jersey on Patrick oh, Mahomes. Oh, my God. The, the goat you know jer- what makes the goats him come out so quick? Rozier and Hayward make him better because they do not. No, 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 no. Oh, no way. You got a facilitator on the floor. Someone that's not score first might be able to get the other guys. His name's uh, Draymond Green. Oh, my God. I'm shutting you up. Ricky Rubio makes everybody so much better. Come on, Hunter. Come on, Hunter. All right. Well, that's going to be it for today. Wrap it up. Uh, Coach Pruitt, I'm so sorry uh, I missed you. We're over time. Um, we're going to, I guess, talk to you next week, hopefully. Uh, KTC Broadcasting, uh, we've got this week, we've got playoffs, we've got racing. Uh, starting today, we've got North Carolina and uh, at Virginia. Then we've, we've at 5 o'clock, we've also got um, truck racing at one thirty. Tomorrow, we've got Daytona 500. We've got Charlotte Hornets at 7. Monday, Roy Williams. Tar Heels Tuesday. Duke and Hornets Wednesday. The next Friday night, Hunter, you'll be at Maiden mm-hmm. for Lincoln at Maiden. Tom, we think you'll be at Kings Mountain at Chris <laughs> and Cheryl will be up at Thomas Jefferson next week. And then we'll have more Daytona racing next week, but on the road course. So Terry will be just as happy next weekend as he was this week. Anybody else got any points, things to say goodbye to, shout outs? Nope. Hollers. Holler yeah, at your one boys. more thing. You got to holler at your boy. Yeah, uh, Leon Speaks passed away this past week. Leon Speaks is the guy who beat Muhammad Ali. All right, I wasn't ready for that one, but get. We'll be back next week, kdcbroadcasting.com.